0: Nothing beats
1: terminal parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Oh, hello everyone. Welcome. Tuesday, February the 13th. Great to be back. New
2: music, new year, new Super Bowl winner, exclusive audio upcoming, everything on the program this morning. And oh, we got a lot to get through and unpack. As I say, good morning to the number one man in media, not just radio, in media, the Wisp, Good Tim morning. Watson. Good morning, buddy. Here you hey, going hey, over buddy there, buddy boy. What's going on? Uh,
0: not much. Um, are you sure we're allowed to play that exclusive audio? Because I'm not sure that it, we can.
2: We we have got exclusive audio from the Super Bowl. I'm not going with it yet. Okay. Uh, just, just tease right. it. But Congratulations it is, to it's you. It's explosive stuff.
0: Congratulations to you too, because a lot of people don't know this, but you and uh, I think you hooked up with him um, a few years ago when you went over there for the Super Bowl, but you and Trav Kelsey are uh, good buddies. You and Kelsey are great buddies. Yes. And are you going with that other little tidbit that you told me about just off air before or not? I um, can't remember. Well,
2: which which bit tidbit
0: was it? Okay, well, I'll just say it. Okay. <laughs> I don't. That Travis will be here at oh, the weekend with Taylor. Can't go in And. That. and I've had a look at your bookings for the Kookaburra yeah. and the Kangaroo oh, Tour. Trying to
2: get your kid, your grandkids in <laughs> for another free tour.
0: Well, w- would you mind if Frankie hopped in the back of the gator while you and uh, no, Taylor and Travis lo- did a whiz a around bl- the
2: paddock? It's a blackout. It's a bla- <laughs> hey, we're here for Melbourne Airport Parking. We're back uh, for another big year. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Give us a call. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. We've missed you. It's been a long time between drinks. Uh, we've got the magnificent twenty twenty four Toyota Hilux GR Sport on offer again. So that's just for calling through, and you know the text. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. What about the McCafe menu? What is it, Chris Fagan? comes into the studio. Fags. Fags, not who is just a kick away from a premiership.
0: Not bad first N- up. And no, there's a connection there with Andy Reid too that we'll talk about a little bit later with Fags. Good. no,
2: good. Noah Anderson don't. and Jack Lacoshis in the studio. The Gold Coast boys are down in town and doing the the, the laps and doing the do, doing the rounds rather. I'll let you in know on a little secret. What? I had dinner with him last night. Well you had dinner with the Gold Coast. Yes. Jeez, what Well, you, you have nothing to talk about. Swinging, I was. I was swinging from the chandeliers last night. That, that is a dinner. You're swinging with the gog. <laughs> uh, all those Super Bowl wash-up questions out and we just want to hear from you. That's all Aye. we want to hear. We missed you. What's going on? Good to be back. It's great to be back. What's the under or over with the first message that comes through on the temper text where it says, Oh bring co bring co bring <laughs> no. and sandback. I reckon That's a given thirteen past that six. That is a given. Thirteen past six. Are we doing uh are
0: we doing sort of like a ramble here or because we haven't been on air for a long time, do you want to get into some really serious stuff no. that you've been sitting on for
2: a while? <laughs> no, full
0: ramble. I, I've got most of your serious stuff. You and I had the occasional conversation well, now that you're and down the, the, the occasional text message.
2: Now you're down the peninsula.
0: Well, your shifting episode, okay? How did you go with your latest oh, shift?
2: No. If if there is a worse job, (laughs) we shifted house last week. We shifted from where we were, and this is in Melbourne, to another place. Thankfully, not too far away, but the actual shifting process is, without question, and I'm not even exaggerating, without question, the worst process you can possibly go through.
0: I've been listening to you moan about this. Possibly go through. (laughs) 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 0433981116,
2: is there a worse job in the world than shifting house?
0: Okay, I've got a multiple choice for you. Okay, you can shift house Mm. or you can ride track work at Caulfield without a saddle or you can face Shamar Joseph without pads or a box for an over on a green top.
2: What are you taking? I'd have have all that ahead of shifting house. There's nothing. There's nothing in this world that is worse possibly than shifting house. Give us some nominations. What's worse than shifting house? We had that many boxes shift. I opened a box the other day. And I thought, oh, gosh, of it. Nikki did an unbelievable job. She did. All... There's that's, no, not what, that's not what well, you were saying the other day. No, because the other part of it is you can't unpack anything because wherever you put it in the new place, mm. it gets moved anyway. Right. right. So right. I just, I thought, oh, I'll open a box and see what's in it. You know what I was in it? A box of rubbish. <laughs> we packed a box of rubbish you send me into a, a box. You
0: sent me a photo <laughs> of your little deck. Uh, on top of uh, the place that you're staying at now, or you're renting now, mm-hmm. I tell you what, you could Airbnb that and make
2: plenty of coin <laughs> over the next couple well, of I months think, on I a nice <laughs> on a nice balmy night. I don't think that's legal, uh, whispers. No, it's not legal, but no. you could do it still. <laughs> you probably could. Uh, what about the new music? Is this is this nah, the new music staying. we're going with?
0: No, it's not staying.
2: Give us a Matthew. You've got to give us a little run of it, Matt, if you can. Uh, you know, this is not my area, so no. I've left it to you and Brooksy, who's over in Las Vegas, hasn't been to mm, bed, I didn't pay much
0: attention to so. it.
2: Crank it up, Matty. Give it a... Run away with me. It's my growners. It's by a band called um, Cold War Kids. Give us your feedback on that. I know you will. You don't need any encouragement to let us know about our music. Do you want to take a call from
0: Jimmy this Course early in do. the program? Course Good morning, Jimmy. He's got a worse job than shifting house. Good morning, Jimmy.
1: Morning, champions. Welcome back to 2024. Jimmy, Great to be Glad with you. cricket's over.
2: Good on you, you Jimmy. Glad Glad
1: cricket's over. That's been uh, weak as pisses.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. There'll not... be none of that dirty language oh, on our program right. this Sorry, year, Jimmy. Boys. You're not wrong, though, P1, Jimmy.
1: P155. P1, P1 That's it. And, um, mate, I reckon the advertising for the cricket's been real ordinary over the summer towards the back end because there's been no free-to-air, no advertising. So get rid of that. Bring back the greatest game on planet Earth. And... The worst job in the world, which I'm one of, is a parking ticket inspector. I cop absolute scheisenhausen from every second person. Right. I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, and I wouldn't make <laughs> you do the job if you're getting a million dollars a year.
0: Jimmy, where do you operate?
1: Around South Yarra Paran. Right.
0: All right. Gary yeah. has just moved into <laughs> no, South Yarra. No, I haven't. How, do, how does he ensure that he doesn't get a parking ticket, Jimmy? What if you? Who do you bow for? Richmond. Richmond. So if Gary sees you putting a ticket on his car and he said, Go, Tigers, does that mean that the ticket doesn't get written out?
1: Mate, I'll tell you what. If I had any position of authority more than what I, what I do, if you come up to me and have a chat, I'm letting you off nine times out of ten. There right. you go. Well,
2: Jimmy, you stand by. If we see you in the street, mate, we'll come up and say good day, please, because that'd be great. That is park, Good night. Thanks for calling through. First caller for the year, parking inspector. Mm-hmm. That's all right.
0: Tough job. It is a tough job. But as Jim said, all you need to do is put a smile on your face, yeah. go up there, have a friendly chat, and he, nine times out of ten, he'll
2: let you off. No, he won't write the ticket. No, that's for us. That's not for the general. Um, <laughs> no, that's for everybody, Jimmy <laughs> no, said. Not the general punter. 100%. Oh, of look at all the messages coming through. Oh, it's nice to see everyone still out there and listening. And hey, well done to Sam and and uh Kane mm-hmm. and Corn uh, rather, mm-hmm. who've done a magnificent job, unbelievable job, and anyone else that's filled in. Whilst uh, we've had a short little break, just to freshen up.
0: What have we got coming up out of seven o'clock today? I know you've been well, working on this for the last few months.
2: We have said. I said to Tim just at Christmas. I said, "Listen, enjoy your break. Yeah. When we come back, we're coming back hot. Yeah. None of this waiting until. Wait until, White the, wait until um, you know the season's upon us. We're going to tell you." <laughs> Going to play in the grand final. <laughs> Who's going to play in the grand final? Yes, yep, I got who, it. The, who will win the Brownlow? Got it. Who the rising star is? Yep. Who the recruit of the year from another club is, and who the club under most pressure is. Normally, we wait until everyone has a cracker. Or oh, you do anyway, and you just <laughs> you feel the temperature, is that and then nice? you get. But not today. Right. We're coming in hot. Out of seven. Out of seven. Bang. You'll be just get your if you if well I was going to say invest. You might want to have a little dollar, but I've done a lot of work on this. Mm, a lot you? of work. I got a bit rocked. I sat next to Mick Mouldhouse at a lunch last week, and one of my tips in the grand final week, he doesn't think is any good. So I was a bit rocked, right. but I'm going to stay with it. Hang on. Where were you last week? I had lunch with the, with the Prime Minister. Where? What? Are you at the cricket Ta- work? Town Hall, Melvin's. For what? There was Elbow, Dutts, Dutto, um, uh, they were all at the same soiree. Costello, yeah. Well, were was... you talking
0: there or what did you have to do there? No, no. Just, How no, did you get in invite? I don't
2: know. Just wandered in and uh, sat in. Hang, hang on, hang What sort of a function was it? Just to sit down. A sit down for who? Lunch. Yeah, but who? Elbow, Dutzy, Peter Costello. What sort of a luncheon was it, though? Steve Brax. Uh, every heavy hit, at the head of the police, the chief of police was there. Right. Everyone was in there. What Every was the, single person. What, was, I the, can't tell you what Tim. was the occasion? I'm not telling you, Tim. <laughs> oh I just, that's where I've been. That's the circles I've been moving in.
0: <laughs> I, I tell you what, I'd pay money. I'd pay money for you to sidle up alongside Elbow and just give him your political thoughts for five minutes. So, I would pay i will
2: tell you what, that. I would too. He wouldn't do that. That would break TikTok. He came in late and um, I don't talk out of school here. It was a bit of a closed shop. But, was it? Um, Closed. Uh, uh, Pete Costello was up doing, having a little chat about something, and he's talking about this. He was talking about the three stages of this, uh, yeah, whatever. And as he was talking, the three about- three stages of what? About his relationship with the guy whose lunch it was. And anyway, oh, okay. in walks Elbow just as he got to the third stage, and Pete, right. Pete says, oh, "Well, no good talking about the third stage because Elbow doesn't follow through with his promises anyway."
0: Oh, zinger, ding, ding, ding. And did the
2: room go up? They all went up as one, and he just, he copped it all, he'll chuckle.
0: Given that you were with Pete last week, you didn't get his number, did you? Peter. Peter Costello. No.
2: Right.
0: Why? I've got to track him down, because Cooker wants me to organise a luncheon for him at Maria's in North Melbourne.
2: (laughs) What, with Peter Costello?
0: Yeah, because he used to come, he came a few times when we had the luncheon a few years ago, Mm -hmm. and uh, Cooker wants him there as part of the the 12 or 14 that are going to congregate. And I haven't got his number. I haven't been able to track him down.
2: That sounds like a big pound well, lunch like I was at. I'll tell you what, we had to put him in a cab at one of those luncheons. Pete, I've got a very funny anecdote. because I might tell you after. I'll, I'll think about it. Um, it's James Brayshaw's favourite story when he came into the triple M box one day. Um, what about you and last night and you sit down interview with Jake Stringer? Was Was Jake in the interview or not? You didn't see him. Oh, God. There was that much of you in your poxy blue shirt. What are you String- talking about? Jake Stringer didn't get a look in.
0: It was a sit down with Jake Stringer. It was, a, occasionally, it was occasionally, occasionally <laughs> you saw a cutaway of the Wisp asking a question. Oh, that was it. Occasionally, in fact, I'll be going. I'll be marching into the boss's office this morning, wanting to know why there weren't more cutaways or more questions Is from be the Wisp.
2: more of Wisp on the road? Or yes,
0: no? he's on the road again tomorrow, and then he's on the road Hang interstate on, on Thursday. Going to be
2: on the road tomorrow because I'm on the road again tomorrow. Oh, Melbourne on the road. Mm. And what? And you're doing an interstate road trip? Trip. Yes, on Thursday. Do you want to come? Yes, where are you going? Up uh, up north. Well, how can you be going up north? We've got uh, the Brisbane Lions and Gold Coast Suns in here today.
0: Yeah, I know. What I'm going up it? north.
2: To do what? More stuff. <laughs> More stuff.
1: Wow.
0: It's a big week. It's a big, big week. We've got uh, the Channel 7, we've got our footy get-together, and uh, we've got a rehearsal for uh, Talking Footy tomorrow night as well. Do you no, want no, that's me, tonight. Do you want
2: me to come to that?
0: I'd love you to. I'd love you to. Just, just to give some eye feedback. Out. Cast feedback. an eye over it. Yeah, You still got your beard on. When's that coming off? No. Nah, um, is that going to go the distance, the beard or not? Yeah, I've got lunch next week. I know. Why. With I... the
2: powers that be, I'm just going to uh, rock up Oh, it. yeah. I know
0: why you got the beard. Why? Well, Travis has got it a kills. beard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Listen, we've flagged some audio. We just had to get it cleared through our uh, legal people. This is exclusive stuff. What do you think of the halftime?
0: Meh. Thumbs down.
2: A boring...
0: What? I thought Usher was boring.
2: Well, I've got the reason why he was off his game a little bit.
0: What, what do you mean, off his game?
2: Well, you know when he disappeared at some stage and came back on in the roller skates, yes. he's having a lot of trouble getting his skates on. Right. And here's the exclusive audio of the production manager just not being too happy. Usher! Get over here! What are the...
0: How long? Has it been?
2: What about
0: <laughs>
2: Tim? Hang on. Exclusive audio. Can we
0: play it again? Well, please? I
2: set it up again. So if you didn't see the halftime entertainment, <laughs> Usher's doing all his costume changes, right? So he goes out of his white singlet setup and goes to put some roller skates on, and he, c- he couldn't get it done up properly, and the show had to go on, and the floor managers getting all frustrated. Usher. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, I, can I play mine now, or do I have to wait a little bit later? <laughs> Mitch, you got the other one there that you cut for me this morning? You got the excuse other one me,
2: there? Excuse me.
0: Okay, well, That's the it. AFL. It's you exclusive. Know, you know, the, the, the AFL bigwigs. I'm going to
2: that, play that again, NSF.
0: <laughs> they, they watched. The yesterday, yeah, and uh, now that the NFL have gone with an usher, yeah. apparently the AFL, it's given them an idea. They're going with one of these guys with our halftime entertainment at this year's grand final.
1: What's
2: that mean?
0: Well, they've gone with an usher. We're going with one of the kids out <laughs> the back so I'm footy
2: record. That's <laughs> ruined my joke. That's just taking the gloss off as one of the best singers I've come up with. Oh, you're not. You're off. You're off your game. Hey, when is the rabbit hole
0: back? Uh, we're not. I don't think we're rabbit holing this week, are we?
2: Well, I was ready because to go. I don't have.
0: T- I, I I've such, I've got such a full book <laughs> this week. I can't do it.
2: I was ready to go, but you're not here. We'll take a break. Oh, gee, we hit the ground running. We've got. not even.
0: You got other stuff here or no? you done.
2: Scratch the surface. Hey, yet.
0: after after six thirty, we've got a couple of boys from the oh, Gold yeah, Coast better. Suns rolling in too.
2: This is all for Cobram Estate, our great friends up there who make the finest olive oil in the world. They are now the Ramble's very own. We are brought to you mm. by Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. I've seen the whole process firsthand. It's magnificent.
0: I've given it a run over the summer too.
2: Yeah, we're a few bottles short, so if you wouldn't mind. Oh, Matt, yeah, Matt. Asha. I didn't call for it.
1: <laughs> Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: Ah, uh, yes, we are back. Our first show. Yeah, I didn't. I did say a short break, a little sabbatical. It was, and um, oh, the usher. That audio's gone down well. Yours, <laughs> yours hasn't. Mine. Yours had, fell flat. right well, Mine wasn't humour. You shouldn't have gone with it. No. Not after a, a real crispy like that. Hey,
0: Usher, gold, setting the bar high, boys. That's uh, Tim. So he's happy with the way that you've come back. You've come back in some very, very, sharp. very sharp I'm form, fresh. you have.
2: Gold Coast boys are out there, I can see. No Anderson. Who's and there? Looks like they've had a big night with you at the pub. <laughs> they had a couple. Of... Campbell Wayne Campbell doesn't look too good either. <laughs> he's tied one on. <laughs> the boys will be in after 6.30. We'll have a chat with these two young stars of the competition. Where did Noah Anderson come with the Brownlow medal? Ninth. Oh, 22 votes. Yeah, I've done your homework. I've done it? a lot of homework. How many goals did Jack LaCoccia get? Lots. <laughs> he didn't get that far. They call him lots, of gold, lots of goals LaCoccia. That's who they call him. I, um... We're here for the uh, Cobham Estate, uh, Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. And is the McCafe back this year? It will be.
0: It will be. Somebody said, this just came off the text, somebody said that they spotted you at Casey Stadium last week. Is that right?
2: Yes. David King's what not the only then? one who goes to watch training. What were you we, doing? Went watching training, doing my homework.
0: Right. Yep. And what did you spot? You said you spotted three young players who are going to have extraordinary years. I did. Who are they? They
2: would do a match sim. You want me three, two, and one votes for the best players on the ground? Three beauties. Gorn, Petrarca, and Viney. (laughs) (laughs) The old guard. They were Unbelievable. Uh, no, they're oh. no, 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 pretty good. That kid, Caleb Wings, is a nice player, Whispers. Yes. A winger.
0: I've heard that. Uh, this is uh, from Adam. Mm-hmm. Rodney Rude at 6.15am. I nearly stacked my car oh well, It Classic. wasn't
2: Rodney Rude. If you missed it. Who was it? It was the floor manager of the Halftime Entertainment. Just set
0: it ad- up again. In case people bit, are just hopping into their car now and they've missed one of we're the greatest singers of all time. I'll do
2: it again, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> it's because it's... It, <laughs> Very tight ship when you're running a halftime entertainment right. show like they do at the Super Bowl, which they put hours and hours and and months of work into it. Mm. If, for whatever reason, you're mm. a minute or 30 seconds late to get to your spot, it causes all sorts of trouble. Usher couldn't get his roller skates on, and here was the floor manager. Usher, get over here! <laughs> and this bit fruity, too. Just didn't pull any I'm glad you didn't play the darts one. That's where you started. <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't left I don't out. think
0: the darts one's ever going to get a run on this program, uh, by the way. Um, hey, listen, uh, people out there that may be uh, listening into our program in the Wimmera this morning, apocalyptic weather conditions forecast for up there today. So really? if you're out listening and you're in a tent somewhere in the Grampians, oh. pack the tent up right now Wind. and get the hell out of there. Wind. Yeah, that's what they're worried about. Today. Well, the heat, obviously, but also... The heat and the, the wind, yeah. The mm. fire conditions are extreme, extreme in that part of the world. Oh, yes. Have you been okay in the heat? Because I know no, you suffer a little bit in the no,
2: heat. No, I didn't go out yesterday. Early, day, went out for a run around the river. Beautiful. Now, now go through the... Um, Where do you go? Well, because I've moved... <laughs> yeah. I end up doing my loop, and I go. I cut through the Botanic Gardens. Right. What a great, place beautiful. That is.
0: Yeah, no, beautiful. You go through there. You're a, you're a bit of an. Arborist. I occasionally walk around there. Oh, I
2: tell you, go through the. I middle. haven't walked there and through. Why would you walk around when you can go through the middle?
0: Because I do the walk on the sand track around the outside.
2: We can go, go through the middle.
0: I'll try that next time. Are you living near there now? Eh, near the? No. Tan.
2: Well, a few kilometers away from it, but that's where I ended up. I did a ten a ten k.
0: Um, Didn't run the whole way. Have you been papped lately or not? (laughs) Do you want to be papped? Is that why you've shifted somewhere closer to town so you get papped more often?
2: That's exactly – you know what I love? What do you love? Is Wayne Campbell going to be part of the interview? No. Right. No, he's not. I love this – we can talk about this later in more detail.
0: You can. We can get him on if you want
2: Graham Wright Mm. has just been one of the architects of a magnificent premiership. He's having six months off this year. Mm-hmm. That's a great. I think that's a great sign of how far the industry's come.
0: Well, the guy that coaches the Gold Coast. Far be from me
2: to bring um, you know, something serious in during the round. Yeah, of...
0: very serious. But uh, what about this? The guy that's coaching the Gold Coast Suns this year.
2: Yeah. Had six months off last year too. Well, that's not the same. Why isn't it the same? Because <laughs> he left his club and he joined a new one. Ridey's right, just well. We don't
0: know whether Ridey's right coming back and going to a new club. He is coming Yeah, do back. We? yeah we don't know is. if he's going to go to a well, new
2: club. Well, if you took it seriously, what I'm saying is, how good is it that we're an industry now that can look at that and go, okay, thirty years nonstop. It's mm. good time to have a break, even on the back of a premiership.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's um, I think that's a mature thing to do. Yeah, if you, it was like you and I because we get burnt out by the end of a a, a year here on radio. <laughs> yeah, we have a longish
2: break over no, summer. Not, well, that's because we give so much. Exactly, D- we're the... depleted. <laughs> we are absolutely rung dry. Where'd you go for dinner last night? I uh, uh, asked the Gold Coast boys. Well,
0: me? we went to the Graham Hotel, great little uh, spot in Port Melbourne. Well, was it a whole media thing? I didn't get invited. No, it was uh, just a seven and uh, sons. Because we've struck up a nice little partnership, Gary. That's why.
2: Well, you're going to give favoured treatment to the Suns, are you? Maybe. They'll be in here. they have got three of their games early in the year. Jack Lacocious, Chris Fagan's going to join us. It's footy back on now in full swing. They'll be here very, very shortly.
1: A sports news update for Kieser. Struggling with knee, back, or neck pain? Rebuild your strength with a Kieser physio today. It's
2: got a big. De- it's a big deal. The Super Bowl front back page of the paper here. Of the smaller papers? I oh, do no, know, they're both small papers. Yeah. The- Have you
0: sensed that it's growing yeah. and growing each year, the interest here in Australia? Unbelievable. Um, do you think that's because of SEN and the great call that Jared did yesterday? Yeah, I do. He was unbelievable again yep, yesterday.
2: One of the, the great broadcasters in the world. He is. Managed he had, to get Geelong
0: in there. I thought Geelong were playing
2: at one The <laughs> Celebrations continue in Kansas City, the Chiefs. Overtime win Super Bowl 58 to claim back-to-back championships. Uh, Andy Reid has confirmed he'll return as head coach next season. Patrick Mahomes, three-time MVP, said, oh, this is just starting. Mm. Dynasty's just starting.
0: Hey, what do you think would be ha- happening here had we seen a similar incident as the one we saw yesterday between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey on the sidelines?
2: The world would have stopped. <laughs> the world would have stopped <laughs> spinning have on its axis X? right now. He would be probably... Would he have been cited 12 months. <laughs>
0: They would have done something,
2: wouldn't they? Yeah. Because well, the political. The player incorrect. went up to a coach, bumped him. Yeah. I didn't like it, by the way.
0: No, it didn't look great, but then when they explained it post game and Andy Reid spoke about it, you thought, okay, well, that's been handled well, in a you know, mature way. Well, it's
2: between the two of them, isn't exactly. it?
3: But, exactly. Yeah, it, As it, it should it's better. not a great
0: look. Well, yeah, I know, but we get carried away with the look, Gary. What? As opposed to the people bit, that have been involved in six the foot in 10 altercation,
2: barreling into a coach. Yeah, he's got a dicky. He had a dicky um, <laughs> hip as well. He we'll talk about, about it later. Australia's had a Jake Fraser-McGurk. McGurk. McGurk. Our man, remember he came in here. Yeah, and uh, where's Agar to their squad for the T Twenty? And again, I'll get into this later. What a disgrace they didn't play McGurk and, and Sutherland in Melbourne for that one yeah. day when they got picked. That is one of the great blues of all time. Hunter Clark, what's going oh. on with him?
0: Uh, he's going to miss at least a fortnight with a facial fracture and concussion after copping an elbow in the head during the Saints intra-club match last week. Uh, he doesn't require surgery, which is the good news. And the AFL has
2: revealed ten, no, 19, 19. players. I've got my glasses on. Earned more than a million bucks. And there's eight that are 1.2 over... Out of eight, Tim mm. Watson will announce the highest paid media people in the, the business as well, which is going to be – well, that'll put some people offside. Well, my
0: question back to you was going to be how mm. many people that work in the AFL media would earn more than a million dollars?
2: I'm looking forward to your list at eight o'clock. So there's
0: you and how many not, others would be – Certainly
2: not me. I'm not in that list at all. But you sure? Yes, indeed. Um is that all for the news up? It is. That's all for right. Keezer. Try pain. Try. <laughs> Time to try Keezer. Fakes are join us. Noah Anderson and Jack Lacosius in the studio <laughs> after the what? She just sent a text
0: in. What? Gaz, the great Rude, you sent me off whilst walking this morning. I'm now talking like <laughs> Rodney Rude to my dog.
2: <laughs> i tell you what. Rodney Rude on the first. There's not no, much no. we can play. That's no. about the only bit we can play. It is about the only bit. Uh, Jack and Noah, Next.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: Tell you what's great to be back on air. Uh, The amount of research that we've done for this first show is off the charts for us anyway. We've got the big predictions coming out of eight. Is it seven or eight o'clock? Out of seven. Out of seven. And also, the work you've done on the Gold Coast Suns is staggering. Noah Anderson and Jack Lacocious, two of the brightest young prospects in the game, have wandered into the studio. They're down here doing the rounds. Noah, Jack, Welcome morning. morning. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit early
0: day. for both of them this morning.
2: Well, <laughs> 20 to 7 a very early start, particularly when you bet. Tim reckons that about eight bottles of Pinot. What happened <laughs> last night saddle. at this dinner?
4: No, we just um, did some networking and got to know each other a little <laughs> bit better over... A glass of wine but, and dinner. What better nice. way to do
0: it, Gary, than sit down and have a meal. Shared plates, by the way, which you hate,
5: but there were shared plates there last night as well.
2: Right, And okay. a glass of pinot. What, Beautiful. What did you two, Noah and Jack, get out of last night's dinner?
5: Um, I was lucky enough to sit next to Tim, so I got lots of, lots of stories. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. What did he
2: talk about, himself <laughs> the whole night?
5: Um, no, no, I asked lots of questions. Yeah. Um, no, found out a lot about
2: him. It is a good initiative. Now, are you guys, do you feel like you're a Melbourne boy, you're an Adelaide boy, Jack, um, and you, you know, grew up in a footy fishbowl, both both uh, the major cities of Melbourne and Adelaide, are footy, footy, footy. What You go up to the Gold Coast Sun, so is it important to get down here and and, and feel that, or are you getting that sense up in the Gold Coast now?
4: Um, it's definitely growing compared to, what, four years ago, five years ago that me and Jack were drafted. Um, you can feel that it's really changing up there and the game's really starting to grow and people are um, really getting around the Gold Coast Sun, so it's exciting. But yeah, like you said, it was um, great to be down here and actually see, see people that are involved in the game and help build our relationship with them because we feel like that's really important as well.
0: And Dimmer, he was there last night and uh, just keeping a close eye on things. Now, I'm interested, Jack, when I was talking to you last night, he said one of the first things he did was knock down some of the walls inside the building. What? Physical walls or...? Well, he ran through them. He was just explaining <laughs> to the players how hard they had to go on oh, the yes. ball and he <laughs> just know, the dropped <laughs> his shoulder. <laughs> what was all that about?
5: Um, yeah, he just changed a bit of the layout of the club, um, created a lot more open space for us to just connect with each other at in between meetings, in between training. Um, just got kind of the layout that he wanted. So, yeah, he's made a fair few changes around the club and the way we're going about things. And I think the boys are really refreshed um, coming into this pre-season.
0: How different is it, this new coach, regime yeah you quite, don't have to criticize the previous one but yeah like quite. everyone's different everyone's obviously. different, everyone's different.
4: Yeah. um and it's been nice it's been really refreshing um obviously dim has been a coach for a long time and has his own way of doing things and um he's been so involved and and really invested in the group from day one and he's so enthusiastic so um the group's really taken it on board and it's really exciting and um we've been loving it
0: just had a text message from somebody that owns a Airbnb property up on uh, Brunswick Head. They said that they left the property and it had a beautiful strip of grass in the front yard. They've come back after some footballs from the Gold Coast Sun, spent four
5: days there, and there's not a blade of grass left on their front yard. Do you know anything about that either of you? Um, yeah, no. We um, had our four-day break over the weekend and had a great time. We took... Yeah, six or seven lads down to Brunswick and, and played a fair bit of cricket. So um, a fair bit of rain one day and, yeah, the grass turned to mud. And
0: apparently, uh, Matty Real, he's quite happy if he goes out in a game of friendly cricket in a front yard somewhere. He's not competitive at yeah, all.
5: Yeah, no, he, he came in as a as a high-ranked player and he averaged about one, I think, over about four innings. So very filthy with himself.
2: Uh, with Noah Anderson <laughs> and Jack Lacocious here in the studio. So tell me, you said we get, we come in cold and we watched the first Gold Coast Suns game this year. What, what will we note? just different? What what we see in Sticking Anaya? That's a noticeable change that's been brought about over summer.
4: Um, I think it's mostly going to be about how we move the ball and, and how we defend. I think um, there's a little bit more of a system that's been brought in that's um, going to be really identifiable and the way we're going to play is, is going to be consistent to that and um, people are going to, going to see a team who um, are really fit, um, cover the ground really well and and attacking and defenders as, as a unit. So, yeah.
2: It's a, it's a good answer. We, we've all been through changes at coaches. You, mm. you, you, you didn't have many. You had no. shady for most no. of your life. most good one, yeah. But it can be, and again, Tim was right, this is not a knock on Stuart Dew, but when someone else comes in, it can be a seismic shift in the way you think. I mean, have you sat there at times and looked at this and gone, you hadn't looked at footy in this particular manner or hadn't we hadn't been taken down this particular path?
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I love the way the way Dewey coached and um, the passion he had and the way he went about it. But definitely there's a lot of things that Dimmers brought in that I haven't thought of in footy. And, you know, he'll say something and you go, oh, I'm not sure if that makes sense. And you'll train it and you go, I don't know if that feels right. Mm. But then you train it again and, and again and it's, it all starts to, starts to come together. So I think we're just keen to go out and start playing. Mm. Um, we've d- done lots of meetings, lots of game plan stuff, and we're ready to see how it feels actually against the opposition.
0: I read a training report the other day, the Gold Coast Suns, one of the junos that had been there, and he said that it was extraordinary how different the training was that you're doing this year as opposed to last year and the intensity that's in the training session.
4: Is that what you're feeling too? Yeah, 100%. I think the the main change is that um, our sessions used to be really hard, but they used to be long and, and a bit more sloggy maybe you could say, whereas now they're probably a little bit short, shorter but with um, – pretty extreme high intensity, I'd say. So,
0: Is it the Richmond game plan? Do you feel like you're playing the Richmond game plan?
4: Uh, a little bit. Um, you can say that because well, it's think... been successful. I mean, um,
0: the Giants played the Richmond game plan last yeah, year once yeah. they learned it.
4: Yeah, obviously, like, success leaves clues. So, um, Dim has brought what, he, what has worked in his previous job and I'm sure he's tinkered it a little bit to suit our, our playing list and our strengths, so... But yeah, there's definitely aspects where you go, oh, when I was playing, uh, <laughs> I remember playing I against that. And, <laughs> um, but it works, so we're excited to play with it. One of the other things, to
2: write that down. That's a very success leaves clues. Yeah, no, where that, that came from? I said no.
4: Who told you? pinch that? it? No, uh, it's pinched from somewhere. It? <laughs>
2: Can't remember. You don't right, have though. to review your source. No, I won't. No, it down. I really won't.
0: In the past, you know, when we've been talking about uh, the Suns, and when the Suns have been talking about the Suns, they've been talking about um, you know the growth of the game up in Queensland and the marketing and all that type of thing. But now it's changed. The whole narrative around it has changed to the success that you want to have and believing in short-term success as well.
5: Yeah. Is- yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, I think. Initially, especially when we first got to the club, we were definitely in the real rebuilding stages, and it was about um, making the young boys better, growing the list, bringing the community along with us. But I think any AFL club exists to have a crack at premierships, and um, yeah, we want to be treated just like anyone else. So that, that's our aim moving forward.
2: What year is this for the Gold Coast Suns, Tim, or either of you two boys? If you know, I don't embarrass you, but you should know the history of your footy club. What year is this for the Gold Coast Suns? Either Thirteen, yeah, fourteenth year. Mm. What's their highest finish? Tenth, like 12th, right. So it's you're ready. It's time, yeah. isn't it? I mean, is there that sense? Yeah, I mean, I keep hearing North Melbourne say the same thing, and I understand it and get yeah. it exactly. We're sick of being down the bottom. Fourteen years in, you've been, you know, given a good leg up, and it's a hard developing market, but it is time, isn't it?
4: To so, uh, the list we've had, but we feel like with Dimmer coming in, we've got a list that is really um, invested in the club, and we're not making any excuses. Um, we feel like that we're going to move forward and move forward pretty quickly.
0: Can you talk up some of these young kids, Jack? Yeah, absolutely. we heard before the national draft that uh, you've
5: got three beauties up there. Yeah, probably at least I can all four of them are pretty. Four. pretty all hand, four, yeah. Okay. Um, will they play this year? Do you think? Yeah, I reckon Yeah, I can all four will play some games this year. Um, so I put some names of them. Who are we talking? Jed Walter, Jed, Jed Walter, then. Jed Walter um, Jake Rogers. Ethan Reed, Will Graham. Will Graham,
2: yeah, and and Jed's the big boy, the big uh, centre half forward, Jonathan Brown style. Is he got? Mm-hmm. Is got, he? Got, has he got Jonathan Brown traits or not?
5: <laughs> he actually does a little bit. A little <laughs> bit. Um, Brownie <laughs> was actually out watching the other day. Don't tell Brownie.
4: at
5: <laughs> um,
2: the end of it. He's injured though. He, he hurt himself, didn't
4: he? Yeah, he hurt his collarbone. I think uh, he'll miss round zero, but he won't be far off after that.
2: Nice. Oh, so just hold on. You're going to stay till seven, the boys. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, well, you gotta, they've got to do some marketing around the corner, but they can schedule seven, yeah. All they've right. got to go to NAP, now do some headshots and stuff like that and uh, <laughs> smile at the camera.
2: They're dinner and you're running the show, you can tell them where they can be. At what time?
0: Well, Cambo's here. He'll make sure that they get out on time.
2: Oh, no. We've got the boys through until 7 o'clock. You can give them a call if you want. one 200 How many Gold Coast Sun supporters are down here? Did you got a little following down here? Yeah, we've got plenty down here. Oh, your sure. mum and dad. <laughs> yeah. A couple of mates, mum and dad. <laughs> the boys are with us through until 7.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: And and Jack Lacocious and Noah Anderson from the Gold Coast Suns. We're talking about the new recruits. Ethan Reed. tell me, I just had a message to say, ask the boys at about his running capacity he's a 200 centimeter plus uh giant we're talking about how's he go
5: yeah he's very good um (laughs) he'd be up with you noah probably like just under six minutes yeah he runs like around a
4: six minute two k for a big boy so um yeah he did some training with us like um through previous years and everyone was a little bit taken aback by when he was in the conditioning drills that he was all the, way at the, all the way at the top and doing it pretty easily. So it's quite unique.
2: 200 centimetre, under 6K wisp. That
4: is unbelievable. Uh,
0: Matty, Rowell or you, who wins the time trial? I can't imagine that
4: he'd let you go past him. <laughs> uh, I get him done most of the time on the time trial. Um, he gets me done in the gym though, so one one <laughs> And
0: Jack, you live with him, don't you? And yes. uh, with Ben King as well. Who does the cooking?
5: Um, uh, Ben's moved out now. she's just oh, has me he? and Rally. Um, We We share it, but I say... My quality would be slightly better. What's,
2: A- it, what's the go-to? What is the go-to up there in the Gold Coast prawn? Porn, yeah, and like, porn mango salad.
5: Oh, I can't put mango in with no. him, him and me. Um, Matty likes a plate of uh, grass for breakfast, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, can, you, can you
2: believe that Very story good. that
5: last year? Yeah. How
0: much traction that whole thing oh, got? Yeah. We got of yes. it early, but mate, they're going to catch up. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and then it came out and it took about a week to actually get out. And he was yeah, just waiting for it. It was a ticking time bomb.
2: Hey, what about positionally? Um there are some big positional moves this time last year that ended up being really significant for teams right across the competition. Is there anything that we could look forward to from your group? Mm, not off the top of my head. You got anything else?
4: <laughs> yeah, there, there's always slight changes of obviously new coaches come in. So he's probably going to see players playing in some positions where he'd like them in other positions. So um, I think there's maybe like four or five that have probably changed around a bit to suit um, Dimmer's game plan strengths a little bit more. But um, nothing really stands out. And leadership,
0: you're in the leadership group,
4: no? Is that right? Yeah. Correct, How many yeah. are in your leadership group? Um, I believe at the moment, we haven't actually um, announced it for 2024 yet, but in the previous year and a bit, there's been about seven of us, yeah. Right. And dinner at
0: uh, Richmond, I think they had a mindfulness coach to you. Have you got somebody similar up there at the it's Gold Coast? Ben Crow, was
2: it? Ben Crow got in there.
0: And, at one stage, and yeah. And then um, – and uh, then... Uh, Emma Murray. Emma Murray, yeah.
5: Mm. Yeah, well, we've we've got our psych that we've had for a while now, so he's still going really well. And then he's obviously bought in Rancy for that space as well. Oh, how's so, he going? Yeah, really good. So he's working alongside Tristan, our psych, and we do probably one or two sessions a week with him, just working through um, how we all see the game. Does Eventually. he still look fit enough to play? Yeah, yeah, I've done some Absolutely. drills on him. He's um, in <laughs> runners, and the ground's slippery, and he's still going all right. So, um, yeah, he's in good nick.
2: It's unbelievable. Is there any chance he, halfway through the year, if you lose a couple off the, off the list, that he can slide <laughs> in or not?
4: Could he? he physically, he could. I think he could, yeah. <laughs> but, he, he goes well in training, you know, and he's, he's still ultra competitive. So he's like, hop, hops into the running and like starts yelling at boys.
2: Got some messages coming through, boys. So yeah, I've got some support down here. Um, Don wants to know how yeah, his man, Will Powell, is traveling and training. I'm expecting big things from him. That's Don in Donbile.
5: Yeah, really well. He um was injured late last year and has got back into full training since Christmas and has pretty much hit the ground running, intercepting the ball off half-back and kicking it really well. So, yeah, I think he's primed for a, for a good year. Where
2: are you going to play, Jack, by the way? Because you've been all over the joint.
5: Yeah, I'll be forward again this year.
2: Right. Yeah. And do you prefer that?
5: Yeah, yeah. Probably last year was my first good goal at it um, since early in, in my career and, oh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, keen to see um, how we move the ball this year.
2: And do you have you ever been tagged Noah?
4: Have I been tagged once?
2: And how was that experience? Because to this day, I still am staggered to see midfielders just run out there and do whatever the hell they want with no you know, cause or concern, or anyone putting any time into them. So, would you prefer to be tagged, or would you prefer to run around <laughs> on your own and do whatever you want? Um, what would
4: I prefer? I'd obviously prefer to run around and do whatever I want at all times. <laughs> but
2: you might um, get
0: the du- you might get the dusty roll. Given that it's a Richmond game plan and he didn't have to worry about defence and
4: picking anybody up, you might be the guy identified as the Dusty. Uh, it's not me this
0: year.
2: Someone's been
4: identified. Oh, somebody oh, hello. has. Hello.
2: hello. you got 30 oh, seconds. Hey, oh, hello. 30 hello. seconds. Hello. to get the name out, Tim.
4: Um, He's just been told not to say. I believe it might be young Bailey Humphrey, who's.
2: Oh, yeah. He like might him. be
4: primed for that role in the, boyfriend in the year to come.
2: He's a very good player. Hey, boys, uh, we know you're busy and it's good to have you down here in Melbourne. Doing the rounds. We look forward to watching. Um, we've got your game first up, Melbourne, uh, Richmond and the Gold Coast Suns, which will be an absolute belter and uh, plenty of interest. So go well. Have a great yep. year. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks, for, lads. Thanks uh, for coming. Larry Anderson, Jack Lukosius in the studio. Chris Fagan, the coach of the Lions out of eight. But the big predictions coming up next.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. New
2: music, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down. It's not the definitive music, but it's a nice start. Uh, Brooksy, our producer, who's over in Vegas at the moment, that's his choice. Tim, you've got to sign off on all music. Is that going to be it or not? Uh, I'm not convinced yet. What What do you think? What do I think? I d I don't care. Just send in some nominations if you every this time every year we sit out right. here and argue about the music. But um What
0: about we get a track from Usher after his performance yesterday?
2: Well Did um, he have trouble putting his skates on? Not now. <laughs> With our audience we sick of that. By eight o'clock I'll give it I will tell you who I'll run it past. I'll run it past Fags. See if he likes it. Um Those us, nice boys, weren't they? Are they nice young fellows? Super young fellows. And well, we're in the prediction mode because we said this time, we said, mm. listen, after our short break, mm. we're going to come back hot. Mm. We're not going to wait. We're not going to wait until mm. we listen to everyone, you know, Duh, what about yeah. that? you and I are going to set the bar on this.
0: You said you're going to out corn corn. That's, that's what you said <laughs> to no, me. I didn't. I spoke to you Christmas Eve and I said, Gary, what's your New
2: Year's resolution? You said, wisp, I'm going to out corn corn. <laughs> <laughs> that's just not possible. But we're going to put it on the line. Um, this morning, seven o'clock. Are so, we, we, these are the I, t- I said to you on that Christmas Eve uh, hookup. I said I want the two grand finalists, I want the Brownlow medalist, the rising star, the recruit of the year, and the club under most pressure. And you said, "Gary, old friend, I'll go to work on that <laughs> right now, and I'll do two month or a month and a half, and I'll give you the answer on the thirteenth of February, out of the seven o'clock news." And we're here, and you can join us one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Help us out. You might go into the, well, you yeah, might be the caller of the week. A 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport is on offer thanks to Toyota Genuine Service. We should
0: Toyota flip Hilux. it. We should flip it and be a bit negative. That's what we should do because that's what we're supposed to do. Who do you think of all the teams that finished in the top eight last season? No, this who isn't do you one going the to be the slide.
2: <laughs> that's not in my questions. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, I've done eight oh, weeks of homework and no, you're trying you to drop another one on okay, me.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. Who's your, who's your uh, grand finalists?
2: This is not going to sit
0: well with. Because a- you spend a lot more time on this than
2: <laughs> I am. Going to sit <laughs> well with <laughs> AFL House. I've got Brisbane playing the Giants. That's interesting. Why? Because I had the Giants
0: playing Sydney.
2: Well, oh, it's not good news. What for, about? Them? Not no, that. Well, that's no, not that's good a, news
0: for Melbourne. No, base clubs. No, but that doesn't matter. That's great news for football. If that that's was the case, it's
2: great news because the chances of us getting it right. <laughs> Oh, you got Sydney playing in the grand final.
0: I got Sydney playing in the grand Why? final. Well, I love the way they recruited in the off season. Who? No. Uh, well, they've got uh, Jordan from Melbourne. They've got the James big Jordan. Yeah, yeah. they've got yeah. the they've got uh, Adams from Collingwood. Taylor
2: Adams, yeah. yeah.
0: they've got the big fella from Brody Grundy big from uh, Brady, Collingwood, Melbourne. And one oh. other, oh, they've got Ham, uh, Harry Hamlin from uh, uh, Fremantle oh, yeah. as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And Who and- hasn't who hasn't been able to step up regularly and no, consistently. Some support. Yeah, the but there's a little bit of backup support there as well. And who have you got them playing? I've got them playing against the Giants. You know, I reckon everybody – Well, you got
2: the Giants playing Sydney Well, go in back. the grand final.
0: Do you know, you go back and have a look at the last third of last season yeah, That's what and I've and the done. best performers.
2: I've done that I don't think you
0: did. I did. I don't think you looked hard enough I, at it. That's why I've got the and Giants. And they were within a kick of being in the grand final last year. Right. And I reckon they can be better. All they right. got off to a slowish sort of start because they were still trying to work out exactly what the game plan was. Don't think. And just... then once that clicked into action, and apparently Hogan uh, is uh, just training the house down. I don't think road.
2: we're shooting from the hip here either. I <laughs> don't think we haven't put a lot of time into this. Um, I'm, I'm, I think Adelaide. Oh, sorry, mm. Adelaide, Brisbane, under Fags, and he's going to join us, Chris Fagan, out of eight. Are you only saying that because he's coming in? Eighteenth. Mm, this is mm. what he's gone. He's, he's coming into his eighth season, right? Mm-hmm. He's gone 18th, 15th, 5th, 4th, 5th, 4th, 2nd. And? Led a grand final with five minutes to go. To me, that says time is right.
0: Is he the AFL equivalent to Andy Reid? Is he our Andy Reid, do you think?
2: No, because Andy Reid's already had two... Uh, Super Bowls up until yesterday. No, he I understand like that, but
0: I'm talking about the age and the experience now.
2: Oh, I, I don't even look at that.
0: Is he old school? Do you think fags? Do you think he does it differently than uh, some of the other younger coaches in the competition?
2: Um, no, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't put that um, adjective on old. Mm. I think he's got his own unique style, which all coaches have, and he's above sixty.
0: Though that's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, but I mean that's, that's not old, old because well, I'm above I hope 60 he's not too. listening. Cause that's the seventh time you've brought up age. I said, I'm not interested. It doesn't really worry me about his age. It's just his experience. Well, hang on
0: a minute. You said to me, the sporting wisp, there's oh, seven man. NFL coaches under the age of 40. Yeah. So you have been thinking about age. <laughs> not when it comes don't to... Don't back out now.
2: <laughs> when it comes to Chris <laughs> Fagan, I haven't. Anyway, I've got them playing and I don't. I just think the Giants, I've put them in just to... I didn't do that just off the cuff either. I thought about that long enough. Did you? And um, I like what they did last year and they're not too far away and I think they'll get better.
0: Okay, can I ask you a question, because this is not even on the rundown, but it's just come to me.
2: Oh, Kim, I've done a lot of <laughs> work want... on that. Run, dear.
0: All right, you're rising star. Oh, Who's going to be your best friend? George
2: first? Wardlaw. That's for Johnny, who Johnny... – George, he played last year. Yeah, that's right. He, he's still eligible. Um, John, I'm sorry, he rang – yes, he rang while I was in the middle of shifting. Right. I couldn't talk there. I was, my, I was in a bad state. Right. You should see my tomatoes, George's – are um, they ripening yet or not? Johnny rather from Evie. Yeah. They I'd have a hundred tomatoes on those plants.
0: How are they ripe yet yeah, or they're not? They're green. They're yeah. all green. Okay. Um just getting back to oh. you're the recruits of yeah. the year. Now these are players that have been recruited from other teams. Well, who do you think is who gonna who's who do you think gonna have the most impact? Who's your rising star? Uh, Jed Walters.
2: Jed, not, he's, not, he's injured, he's got a broken Well, Yeah, I know,
0: but he'll be back early in the season.
2: I think it's, I think it's hard. I, I, I love that, what I'm hearing about I this fell kid. into that trap last year with Sam Darcy. I think those big kids take time. He's not that big, though. Jed, Walter? Yeah, he's 193.
0: 194.
2: He's massive, isn't No, he?
0: No, he's not. What, who told you that? No, I've been doing my homework, mm-hmm. as we're required to do when we do a <laughs> program about sport, and in particular, the AFL. That's right. You're the best recruit from another team, who do you think that might be for you? I really like – you know what? I reckon this is one of the best target-type recruits that any club has been able to uh, pull off over the summer months. What? Given what their needs are, right? So every club's needs are a little bit differently, but I think that St Kilda desperately needed somebody like a Liam Henry. And I was watching him play last year, and I'm thinking to myself while I'm watching him at 3 gee, they've got a good one here. You know he's gone through the early stages of developing and understanding the game. He's ready to blossom. He's ready to explode. And lo and behold, they lose him. Who do you like? What is the question? The best recruit from another team. I
2: put Jack Ginnivan.
0: Jack Ginnivan. Yeah. Why? Not sure. No, what, I, what do you like about Jack? Oh, no, I think. Yes. I mean, we've seen th- it, we've seen a lot of form well, from Jack. I think when you've got a we
2: fit into that a young team who have been down the bottom of the ladder for a while, you need some extroverts. You mm. need someone who's prepared to walk in there, puff your chest out, and say, "Here I am. Let's get into it." So I think he can have an influence.
0: Right. My question for you, okay, given that we've got all that out of the way. I'm finished. Okay. What other what are the biggest
2: I knew you wanted to get away from this. Club under most pressure. <laughs> I, you know, I oh, knew cuz you said to me on that Christmas Eve Zoom, <laughs> you said, "Listen, I'll do it, but don't ask me the club under most pressure cuz I struggle with that."
0: The club under most pressure. Yeah. I think I think the Bulldogs are probably the club under the most pressure Why? right now because there's an expectation that they've been building and building and building, and I think that they've had a couple of false starts. They haven't got there, and then I think this year is going to be a really interesting year for the Bulldogs. they they've been sort of close-ish, but as I said to you yesterday, their midfield has actually—you know—Smith's not going to play this uh-huh. year. Um, they they lost Dunkley. Yep, uh, McRae. Doesn't have the impact that he once had as a midfielder. Bontempele is probably close to, if not the best player in the competition. We know that. But he can't do all the work on his own. You have Trelaw is humble. okay. And he's been good, but not great. I, I just don't know that they've got the engine room now to carry themselves to you know the promised land. Uh, Who do you think under the most pressure?
2: Uh, Port Adelaide.
0: Reasons, though?
2: Well, I'm still haven't quite come to grips with the fact that they said we won't make a decision on the coach until August. So I think that's a... F- so I st- how's that going to impact this year? Well, you know what? When they were making those noises, they were flying. They mm. made the decision on the coach in August, and then they've lost six of their last nine games, including straight sets out in finals.
0: Yes, but I watch you a little show on a Monday night and you keep talking about this because you got your premiership window and I believe you've been doing a lot of interior design over the summer months about your premiership window and the room that it's going to sit oh, in this yeah. particular did you, year. Did
2: you watch that coverage of the Super Bowl last yesterday? I did. So There was a little window reference in there.
0: Was there? Mm-hmm. Your reference, your window reference to them all year was yep. about their defence. Yep. Okay, so anything that they've done in the yeah, off-season has improved that, do you think?
2: Radaglia and Zerk Thatcher. Mm-hmm. So, they're trying to, so they identified it as well, trying to shore it up. When my pressure different, may be different. I'm not saying they're going to be hopeless, but I'm saying when you make a call on your coach in August before mm-hmm. the most important part of the season starts in September and then you go out in the straight sets and lose six of your last nine, it's, there's some pressures on.
0: Yeah but I think he play, I think he had that on him all year last year too, know, as a coach. I know he does. didn't like was and, extreme all year
2: of course and that's what it, and he Kenny knows that more than anyone he he's spoken about it in recent times he said he knows he's under pressure so that's it. anyway I'm still trying to get my head around that timing of the of the decision
0: right can I ask this question? about? It's not on our rundown, oh. and I've been meaning to – I meant to put it on the rundown, mm-hmm. okay? It's about Ross Lyon and mm-hmm. the power that's been handed to him or from the outside looks to have been handed to him to run the whole football department. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, bad, okay? Well, I don't – Is don't, he the right person to be given that sort of power?
2: I would need to talk to someone because that's been denied, hasn't it, that Ross is not making those decisions.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, I know, but if you look at it from the – Outside, in mm-hmm. at, and you know, I'm not, I'm not criticising him because I think that you know, so there are certain people out there that can operate like that, and it's good to give them the opportunity to be able to make those decisions. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ross, so I, I actually believe that he's got a great football mind. He's been around a long time. He's an experienced person, well, he, and he understands the game from all sides. Okay, yeah, but is there a danger in doing that?
2: But there, there is an Inherent danger in giving someone, anyone in your organization, too much power I'm if you give
0: the wrong person the power, yeah. If you give the right person the power,
2: that's right. And you know, what? I'm saying you've the,
0: given the right person the
2: power. Well, the decision, the answer to that will be in the end of the year because there would have been times, and this accusation was directed at Alistair Clarkson all the time too much power, mm. not too much power. Mm. Well, not when he's just putting cups in your cabinet, then and no and, one was whinging about how much power he had then,
0: and shooty too, like. I remember Kevin saying, you know, many times, like when you're the coach, you coach the whole club. But if you're the right person with the right amount of experience who understands all the different roles and the people you need to have in place, that's the right person. But if you're inexperienced and then you're making those decisions, then they're the wrong
2: person. But you've got to be answerable too to someone. Well, you have to be answerable to somebody within your organization. Yeah.
0: And so therefore you've got to say that the relationship that he has with the president is probably the most – senior person that he's going to be answerable to. Now, that doesn't necessarily sit well with some people because the structure should be that, you know, the football manager is above you maybe in some organisations and above that person is the CEO. CEO. But, Mm. I mean, clubs can cut their cloth differently and they can still have success.
2: Last one before we take a break and then we'll talk about some other footy issues and in particular your astounding interview, uh, I think it was with Jake Stringer, I didn't see much, saw a lot of you, Uh, your Brownlow medalist. Eric you.
0: Goulden. Who? Eric Goulden. He plays for the Sydney Swans.
2: Oh, is he a brother? He finished in the
0: top five last year. Who is he? Eric Goulden. Oh,
2: the brother of Errol. <laughs> I, I always say. <laughs> He's got a twin brother. Well, you have being a smart aleck then too. No, it wasn't. You, I said who and you go, Eric, he plays for Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. You know
0: what? I actually wrote his name down <laughs> as Eric Goulden.
2: Put that in the file. Oh,
0: there's there's
2: one for uh, for Pickers on Saturday morning. I, as we go to the break, have got Tom Green from the GWS Giants to win the Brown.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: Great to have you with us. for doing our well, very well thought out and very heavily researched predictions. Um, speaking straight, Seth, Gary, let's not ignore your team. Under pressure, um, not to mention the indiscretions late, Tim. 100% right, Tim. You're 100% right. They are under pressure. Tony's in Craigieburn. G'day, Tony. G'day, boys. Welcome back. Thank you. First off, you've been missed. Um, my my uh, question this morning is, you guys have forgotten no about the, the the premiers of last year, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, I, I would have thought Dacos would be a chance for the Brownlow. I would have thought the Pies would have been a big chance to go back to back with their list as well. So, have we have we just out of the Pies, or is this just a, a five minute sort of? or no, Tone. We've thought about it. No, you would you would be a hundred percent right too, Tone. the The Magpies yeah. are rightfully premiership favourites, and Nick Dacos is rightfully Brownlow Medal favourite. But we're just trying to give a different perspective. Yeah. If you're a Magpie, I'm assuming you're a Magpie supporter, you are 100% in the gun. I have a bit of a thing, tone I never pick back-to-back um, premiers. I think it's the hardest thing to do in footy. I know mm. it's been done a bit, but um, if they can come up and go back-to-back, which they could... Very, very well. Do then that would again rubber stamp them. But no, nah, they're right in it, mate. They're up to their eyeballs. Yeah,
0: and they didn't do it with one leg in the air though. Last year either did they? Like they didn't just sweep the competition and smash everybody and look like they were way above every other team. I like,
2: say at some stage they did, but they came. Back no, they
0: came back to the field late in the piece, mm. and in the end, um, I mean, they did all they needed to do, but they just got there in the end. So they they weren't like you wouldn't look. I haven't looked at them and thought, okay, they're a dynasty team. Like they're going to be the team that you have to beat for the next. You know, five
2: years. Go any time? We're, we're just throwing our little predictions out, mate. So right. uh, take them how you want. Conversation starters for the Drain Man. Drain Problems call the experts the Drain Man. Hey, I was interested. You stand you. your ground very well. Man. I thought you backed down a little bit there with Tone. Under, <coughs> what, what? By saying that Collingwood had a chance to win the flag? Yeah, I thought you did. I, thought, <laughs> I, 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 I was no.
0: hoping that you came back in 2024 <laughs> and you were said, going to be a little bit braver in Corn your predictions. would have
2: said, no chance, the magpies. Um, Errol
0: Goulden it is too, by the
2: way Uh, Too late, that's in the can, Eric He, he, I You know the
0: other thing, the the other faux pas With Errol Goulden Is last year when I was, was Talking about his dad being English, remember? I... That's right, you've made a meal of it. You, I'm never going to mention you, Goulden you, again on this program. You and Eric
2: and the rest of the Goulden family aren't on the same page. Hey, Just, just this... remind me if I
0: ever start to talk
2: about a Goulden, <laughs> shut me down. he reckons he did well, Eric, to finish top five in the Brantland without <laughs> playing a single game. You said, i hey, with uh, Jake Stringer, I enjoyed yeah. it. I yeah. did enjoy it. And there was, because you can only put two minutes on the news, I don't know if there was more to it, but this, this goes for about a minute. This is his chat about his state of mind at various stages last year.
6: I probably wasn't in a state of mind to be comfortable talking with what was going on. Right now, are you the best you've felt in a long time? Like It's probably the best mentally I've been, and um, that's probably helping physically as well. Um, so, yeah, I'd say in that sense, I'd say it probably is the best pre-season that I've had so far when I had my foot surgery I just really you know tried to figure out things in my life that I needed to figure out and um, you know there's things that I'll continue to work on all the way through And Can you share any of those things or are they things you don't want to talk about? Yeah there's things that you know I'm sure at a later date I'll speak about it. Do you think that comes with maturity as well and age? Yeah it just got to the stage where um, you know I had to do something and you know I went and did that in the off season and yeah, I'm finding myself now in a very good position to be able to tackle a full AFL season.
0: Tell me what you think having listened to that.
2: Um. Yeah, well, as I was listening, I'm thinking, and then you, you followed up and asked him, can you be more specific? And he said, no, which is 100% fine. He he said, oh, in, in time might talk about it. So I don't want to speculate too much about, you know, people's mental health situations no. or what they may or may not have done, but it would appear to me that, he has got a better understanding of, you know, what makes him tick and what makes him um, be the best version of himself. And if he's gone and sought some help along the way, then I reckon that's a great thing. I've done it with you know, most of the people around town these days have got someone they can talk to, whether a professional or just a friend. So it seems to me that he's got really proactive in that space. That's what I took from that and I had no idea. There may idea. be a bigger story behind it. The, I don't yeah. want to speculate on it.
0: I had no idea. So when you Sit down to talk to somebody. Often, you know, there's been a story about them whereby they've gone and done something outside of football to improve themselves, might be physically or might yeah, be mentally, or whatever. It's a, a great. I didn't know that.
2: It's a great way of looking at it.
0: Yeah, I didn't know any of that, right? So he was he put it on yeah. the agenda. So for yeah, me, it was like I'm hearing this for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's yeah. backgrounded me on this, and then the curiosity is, and the follow up question clearly is, okay, well. Can you talk about what it might be I respect the fact that he didn't want to go into detail about it but I was really I was really I, you know what I, I came away with the impression that he's sort of like the footballer like the old-fashioned sort of style of footballer who just wants to play you know yeah. like and yeah, yeah. he probably you know for whatever reason there's been different parts injury or whatever that have been preventing him maybe from being the total package and that's not a throwaway line it's not a pun but it, i i got i got the impression that sort of you know the the marbles can drop at different stages of your life and of your age and you know when you're ready to accept all that you need to accept and maybe ready to go outside where you are and find answers to who you are and what you are and how you can improve yourself i got that impression and I'm only with him for, say, maybe, you know, three quarters of an hour, an hour or whatever. It might have been sitting down talking on camera, off camera, that type of thing. But I got that impression about him. And then I was really surprised to find out that his best mate at the club is Jake, um, is um, Zach Merritt. And, you know, they sit down nearly every day and have a coffee and talk about stuff. And mm. I said, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this because it wasn't on the record, but we were having a conversation. I said, you like the odd couple. Like, you and Zach Merritt would be... Like complete opposites. He said, I know. He said, but Zach knows that all the rat bags come to me and talk to me all <laughs> the time at the football club. Yeah. <laughs> and then I can talk to Zachy about what's going on and who's where. And I thought, well that 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 that's a maturity in itself.
2: Well and what it also says is and this is not making apologies for anything or anyone who we, we have to assess people on what we see. Not you know, there's things happening in people's lives all the time. Mm. And he he's been under pressure for not being perhaps as physically well prepared as he could be at times, and I agree with that. I mm-hmm. I think that's fair criticism. What, and and so then you see stories like Jason Horn Francis goes to the training camp with Travis yep, Spoke LA. to get himself better, right? So to do that, you've got to be in a good mental space, right? right? As well as say mentally strong and aware to go. Oh, I've got to get better. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this. Sometimes you can't do the physical or get the physical right unless you've got what's going on above your head right. That's right. So what I took from that is that just like Jason Horn francis has gone to, you know, get himself physically better with Trav Boak, I think his off season, he's off-season, he's going to get himself mentally better, wherever that may be or however he may do that. And mm. once he gets that right, well, then maybe he can address if, in fact, he thinks he needs to get fitter or harder or train harder or whatever the criticisms that have come his way. So it was an interesting chat from you, How old. Uh, Oprah of the media world. Conversation starter for the Drayman. drain relining is the long-term solution to rehabilitate your assets. The Drayman. We'll take some news headlines, grab him a cafe coffee, and be back on this 13th day, our first day back for the year. Oh, it's good to be back. You flagging after an hour and a half. First show, Max, always tough. It always is tough. Because I'm not quite sure what sort of
0: frame of mind you're going to come back in. I don't know sort of whether you've done your research. I feel like I'm going to have to carry you. And then you sort of pop up with something from time to time. And I think, yes, he's back. (laughs) Very funny. Earlier in the show, he dropped a little bit of a zinger. I reckon you've – I'll tell you what you've done. You've you've suffered from uh, dropping a zinger and maybe just sitting back and just sort of, you know, just resting since then.
2: Yeah. But it's a good, it was a good zinger. It was a very early zinger. It was a good one, though. I could sit back on it.
0: I feel it. sorry for these AFL players, you know, like, because we... Which ones?
2: Well, the ones on a million bucks Well, or the it, ones it, on 1.2? Well,
0: you just look at these text messages, and I'm not going to read any of them out, but you just wonder whether or not they're reflective, really, of how people think, but, but right? You've so you've been doing
2: this job long enough to know that this is, there's always going to be two or three people who want to go to the absolute worst part of it.
0: Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But Jake... Stringer hasn't really spoken much at all. Like he, he hasn't been a high-profile AFL player apart from what he's done in his playing. Career. Mm. He hasn't been one of those guys we've heard a lot from over the, over the years. So, yeah, they pop their head up and they talk about it, and then, then they get it cut down because, people, oh, too much talk. Uh, we just want to see some action. Mm. Like, how can you win in this business if you're an AFL player? No wonder yeah. they end up but starting that's... to think about. The industry, the way they do—that's
2: the passion, and it's passion and people, get in frustration. But can't
0: we just listen to what people have to say and then
2: have you looked? At
0: think the, about the, that or talk about that. Everybody, way, just yeah. look around you. I'm just saying to people, just look around you in your own family, your own friends, all that, and think about the different problems that people have. AFL players are exactly the same. They're living with all those same problems and those insecurities about yeah. their life that your mates and your friends or your family are.
2: Yep. Have you looked around? Like, Have you looked around? You you would have noticed that's the world we're living in. That, that I know. But that doesn't mean take... really to
0: say that we can't reflect on it no, and talk about it. No, people want
2: to take people down. That's their, their first gut reaction too often these days is to go, well, let's just lop them off at the knees. Um, we're powered by Kubota, take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments, um, of which, have you dropped any of your machine around to my place?
0: Uh, no, but I'm about to, I've got the, uh, the wood splitter. Mm. Are you right? It's got to be, have you got a spot inside for it in the shed? Do I, need wood I don't want it left out in the, now, in at, the that weather. That would help
2: me, so yes, I have.
0: <laughs> you have? What else do you want to drop around? No, that's it. That's okay. it. Just the wood splitter. Fair enough. It's a uh, 3,000 PSI, whatever that means. It's a biggie.
2: Play, uh, we we missed the whole kerfuffle about player weights too, by the way. Yeah. How they're not being... Is that something that gets you up in arms?
0: No, it doesn't. It doesn't get me up in arms. Oh. And if there's a... You know, if players are unhappy about... I, I, I always... Uh, when our when my weight was listed, I always dropped it uh, four, four, four or five stone... <laughs> That's one of my earliest, oh, my, my, my my one of my clearest earliest memories of football at Windy Hill. Right was early. It would have been sort of like 77, 78. I first played in seventy seven, so it was around that time. And sometimes I had the goal square to my myself, well, right? the whole goal, square. the whole goal square. So I was playing full forward, which meant you had to stand in the goal square oh, in front of the cheer, in, in front of the cheer it. squad, and we we're playing Richmond at Windy Hill. And the cheer squad were chanting, number 32, you got a fat ass. And well, the... after that, I was always afraid to put my real weight in the AFL record oh. as a result no, of that. And but... I still think I've got issues associated with it.
2: As that. a player, I didn't have weight issues. I wouldn't like to do it now. But I got a bad haircut one day and I copped it from the Collingwood crowd about my haircut. That <laughs> That's struck at the heart. I'll take a break. <laughs> we'll throw the lines over. one Give us a call, whatever you want to have a chat about. It's been way, way too long. We might touch base with Benny Graham for a few minutes before we get to 8 o'clock. And Chris Fagan joins us as well just to wrap up what was the, um, one of the big world sporting events yesterday.
0: Peely from uh, Inverlee wants to know whether or not the farming tips are coming back this year on the podcast. My
2: right? word, they are. Peely, bigger and better.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Great to have you with us.
2: Keep sending your messages through. It's a heartening experience seeing all our audience back. Well, it is. They've been back for a
0: while. It is. Great to have you back too, Nicole and Richmond.
2: <laughs> yes, welcome. And if you're a first timer and there's always some new people coming through, What's well. how do you know if they're a get new see person? How many messages they send? Oh, where? Well, <laughs> you can. I don't know. How you do. Can you?
0: You can. And uh, thank you to those people that told me that the PSI oh, yeah. um, you nailed that is the pressure second yeah. indicator. Do you know what a… Um, Pounds per square inch? Do you know what a catalytic… What's it stand for? Uh, 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 pressure second indicator. Is it? Yeah. It's the size of the cylinder that gives it the grunt. That's oh, the I don't PSI. read it out
2: like you know what's
0: going on. <laughs> do you know what a uh, catalytic uh, converter is?
2: Yes, it, it converts the catalytic. In right, your
0: car. okay, because I got a bung one on my car. I had oh, to, God, I had to thousand, send it in to thousand. get fixed, so then I had to get a um, a uh, what do you call it, a replacement car? Oh, gee, if I could, I, I reckon there's about three quarters of an hour in that story. You oh. ready for it or no?
2: <laughs> yeah. just hold on to it? Did you notice? Oh,
0: cars and servicing and stuff like that. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> I wish I wish that you know, most of the things I fixed a lot of things over the summer months, right? With yeah. with some help. Um Susie's very good in this area too. And just by going and Googling things, you're not happy with your coffee this morning. Just by Googling I fixed Different. a lot of things. Do you think that you could service oh, yeah. your own car by just googling it?
2: Yeah, isn't that a, that's a great yeah, that's a good topic. That is a great topic. Because
0: yeah. you know the guy, the the guy um the Vietnamese guy that I had the taxi driver that day.
2: Oh, you're bushy. Yeah, y- yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: he, he, he was telling me on how long trip to Hawthorne that day to drop my car off that he can actually do that himself. He he does all that himself by going on a, Google
2: and then looking it all up. He fix a catalytic converter?
0: Yeah. he can, No, he can do it all. He serviced, no, it's bushy. He
2: serv- <laughs> I know what that other bloke would say. Yeah, you a bushy services you know the
0: funniest thing about that is what you just said then is the bit we cut out when we did the podcast <laughs> because we thought that we could hear <laughs> it
2: I didn't say the whole thing Michael's <laughs> in good morning Michael yeah
7: Gary Tim welcome back um, great to hear on and, you Mick. I just a, are you going to twist the chip in the ball I think for the AFL W do you reckon it's going to cause is this
3: going to solve it is it
2: going to cause another set of issues? You've got, you've, you've got two of the very high-tech people here in Tim and I, but you might even need to go above us, our, our pay grade. It's a Jared Waitley question. They wouldn't put it in the ball if it was going to affect... You're talking about ball flight and stuff like that, Mick? That yeah, well, yeah, yeah I mean, the,
1: the, the,
7: this is supposed to fix the issues of whether it touched the page oh, or what Oh,
2: yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well they would give it a try and, and test it out in the pre-season and, and AFLW, whatever the case may be, and work it out. But um, the way that technology is going, if we can't work out whether a bull's crossed the line or not, then I'd be very surprised, Mick. But um, we'll wait and see.
0: And I'll tell you what, I had trouble with technology yesterday. I, was really, I had to ring the lady from the CityLink to get a day pass with this. <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Why well, it wasn't your? Goal. I wouldn't
0: let her off the line because as soon as they go offline, no, and if something happens okay. and you can't fill out the form let, correctly, let me online, a, let me give you. You can't grade. get
2: back to that person. and You have got to start all over again. This is one of our sponsors at this station. This is the heads up. This is what Red Energy. So when I moved house last week, right, you got to move all your gas and stuff, right? And I said, well, well, I rang Hutchy. I said, what's the no- Red Energy? I said, right, I'm giving them a go. Absolutely magnificent. Australian, you're guaranteed to speak to someone here in the country. Right, and I'm halfway through, and the phone cuts out. Going mm. through that whole process, so I've thrown, I've kicked the cat. Of course you did. A minute later, phone rings. Mm. Sorry, Gary, we got disconnected. Right, let's go again.
0: So, what was the name of the company? Red Energy. Okay, so if I ring Red Energy, will they give me a day pass for C- Sydney?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not sure you've <laughs> nailed. Psi, by the way, Richard's on the road. Go, Rich.
7: Morning, gentlemen. Nice
2: to have you back. Good to be back.
7: Uh, two things, if I can. First of all, Gary, you were right with your definition of psi. Thank you. It's
2: pounds,
7: it's pounds per square inch. It refers to the force exerted onto the item in uh, in question. In the case, mm. your wood. Right. Um. I reckon you guys need a uh, a new, not a competition, but some sort of. Uh, New segment called Coach Watch. What is a coach from Queensland doing in Melbourne
0: at this time of the year? Well we're about to ask him. I'm
2: tell you what he how look how fit does Fags look?
0: He looks great, doesn't he? He's
2: been pumping the he's weights. He's
0: very, very trim. Might very, be, very trim. He might trim. have hit
2: the olympic well over the summer. You know the Giants coach, he's been in the gym pumping himself up. So it's nice a bit too. of a it's a bit of a a, um, a guns off mm. up there in Queensland. Like,
3: We'll ask or him, Richard,
2: is joining us. Uh, he, being um, Chris Fagan, is going to join us in the studio at 8 o'clock and we're excited about that. Here from Melbourne Airport Park. Are you going to get you got that Melbourne Airport parking <laughs> sorted of out or not? <laughs> Are you going to come out there with me
0: to the. Just show
2: me. Introduce
0: me to the people out there. So that, oh, no, you only I to need introduce to. You. I'm going up on Thursday. You only need to do it once. No, I'm not once going Once I meet the people out no, there, I'll feel comfortable no, no. and I'll be happy to leave my car with them next time.
2: Unwind as you wander and set sail at the spirit of Tassie. By 69 bucks, you can get down to Tassie on the spirit of Tasmania conditions apply. We'll take a break. Ben Graham, just to put a full stop to a magnificent Super Bowl, and then Chris Fagan from the Lions. to join us at a mate.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: Mahomes takes the snap, runs outright, throws, Hartman takes
1: the catch, and the winning touchdown is scored. The legend of Patrick Mahomes grows.
2: Jerry Whateley's legend grows as well. Did a magnificent job calling the Super Bowl in Las Vegas yesterday. The Kansas City Chiefs. Two in a row, and they're just getting started. Patrick Mahomes says Ben Graham was there, a man that's played in a Super Bowl. He's an NFL commentator, and he's been good enough just to give us a couple of minutes to put a full stop to it all. Benny, super day, super Super Bowl, and what a venue.
7: Oh, unbelievable, guys. It was a fantastic week. Las Vegas is now a true Super Bowl city. So much to do and see, but it all culminated into the big game yesterday, and what a game it was. It was sort of, they were feeling each other out for the first half. San Francisco 49ers certainly had the chance to put it away, but they kept it close, and the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, largely thanks to their defense, who did a fantastic job, particularly in the second half. Steve Spagnola needs a lot of credit, but over here, the criticism's been leveled at Kyle Shanahan for winning the toss in overtime mm. and electing to receive which gave Kansas City Chiefs the edge. And when Patrick Mahomes has got the ball in his hands, you never bet against him. Why
2: do they get the the edge just because they elected to go first? What's the thinking there? So
7: they won the toss at the start of the game and they wanted to get off to a good start and receive the ball. In overtime, it's like the change in overtime rules is now like college. So they elected to receive. They went down and kicked a field goal. So the Kansas City Chiefs knew exactly what they had to do. Score a field goal to send it into second overtime or score a touchdown to win. So there was a fourth and one play where if they went first, they would have punted it away. But knowing they needed to continue, they went for it, they got it. And they then game planned for four downs on that last drive every time they had an opportunity, and look, it was a magnificent final drive by Patrick Mahomes, but again, the game was set up by the Chiefs' defence, keeping them in it. Really, in the stadium, it felt like it was a 49ers' home game, and they dominated the game, but they just couldn't quite put them away. Christian McCaffrey fumbled. There's a couple of untimely penalties. But in the end, we are witnessing greatness. They are now officially a dynasty with three Super Bowl wins in the last five years. It's uh, look, it's, it was a crazy sort of game, a brilliant finish, and it's privileged to be a part of the call.
0: Hey, Benny, what's the reason behind say Travis Kelsey hardly gets the ball in the first half and then he has impact in the second half. Now is that defensively they're playing him a certain way so that he can't receive double team, the ball, double team. or is that the play calling and they weren't going to him and they were trying to open up other options?
7: Well, there are so many layers to this. He was so fired up before the game even started. There was chippy. There were little spot fires out throughout the game. He even had a blue with Andy Reid on the sideline, which I didn't like before halftime. He had one catch for one yard in the first half. Yeah, they were doubling him. He was in and out of the lineup throughout the game, but he was used as a decoy on a number of plays, like Hardman's 52-yard strike, like the touchdown to Marquez Veldt Scandling. It it was a game plan, I think, that they wanted to integrate the other players and use Travis Kelsey as a bit of a decoy, but he was instrumental in the second half. He, he was. had 92 yards in the second half. He led the Chiefs receiving. So he was brilliant, um, as was Patrick Mahomes. He not only did it through the air, He those couple of runs and that final drive to convert th- third downs was just magnificent and look he'll get all the credit with the MVP but we cannot overlook the fact that the Chiefs defense have been great all year and they kept them in the game and ultimately in that overtime period kept them to a field goal which gave their offense a chance to win
2: Benny great to talk to you we've got about 30 seconds um is uh, Jared Waitley been spotted since apparently he's lost a tooth he's got a Mike Tyson tattoo what he's
0: walking around with a white tiger around the streets of Las Vegas as well is that true can you report on this well,
7: yes. Yeah, so I've been in lockstep with Ve- uh, with Jared most of the trip here. I've actually just left him. He's just gone to the airport. He's been here since last Friday. He's pretty happy to get home, I think. But I'll tell you what he said. He's done more in this Vegas trip than he has in the other mm. Super Bowl trips combined. And in Vegas, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So I'll oh. let Jared
0: tell you all those stories. Well, I heard that he woke up this morning with a uh, Patrick Mahomes tattoo on his left
2: cheek. Is that <laughs> right or not?
0: <laughs> no, no, I think it was a T-Swizzle. It was a Taylor Swift tattoo. He loved
7: it.
2: Well, that's why he's coming home. He wants to go to Taylor Swift. Hey, good on you. Appreciate all your work, mate. We love listening to you. Get a great insight from you and uh, look forward to chatting when you're back.
7: No worries, guys. And, Tim, i got Kurt Warner's number for you when you
0: need it. Oh, excellent. Thank oh, you, Benny.
2: Nice work from don't, you. Kurt tell Kurt Warner. We'll, you'll pester him to the end of his days. What do you want, Kurt uh, Have, you, have you
0: watched the movie yet? The Kurt
2: Warner movie? One where he's in the supermarket.
0: Yes. Yeah, that one.
2: I haven't watched that. Is We're going to talk
0: to him. Go on, you, Benny. Is the movie good? Uh, it's it's okay. The story is great.
2: I've got two reviews to do, too. Okay. Well, God, After eight?
0: Well, oh, oh, no. We've we got the old. No, no, not the old bloke. Oh, We've got, <laughs> we got the young We've got the young bloke coming That's just
2: disgraceful <laughs> <by> you. <laughs> well, the same much. Well, I think he's still coming. Chris Fagan <laughs> next.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson. Less than a month out from the start of the AFL season.
2: Can you believe it? It's the 13th of February. It gets shorter and shorter every single year. The Brisbane Lions were leading the grand final with five minutes to go. Chris Fagan is entering his eighth season. He's gone 18th, 15th, and then 5th, 4th, 5th, 4th, 2nd, and is set up to have a big crack at it this season. He's been good enough. And to join us, we
0: can break some. We can break some news here this morning too. He's going to be the plane coach in twenty twenty four. that <laughs> of I've neck, never seen him hey? look sharper than what he does today. Fags,
2: he's, he's trying to square up because he called you old. That's basically what. <laughs> no, we're made. the same age. And, and,
3: and he looked at my knee and goes, "That knee's not good, <laughs> mate." Bro, it's, it's bent. It's going sideways. You're going to do
0: something <laughs> about that. Yeah, You'll do. need a cart to get Eventually. you out there a quarter time and three quarter time if you're not yeah. if
2: you're not careful.
3: Eventually, I'll do something about
2: it. Hey, it's great to see you. How's the summer been?
3: Uh, we've had a good um, summer. Um, players turned up in really good shape, uh, which is always, a, you know, you wonder after a grand final what they're going to be like, but I uh, uh, couldn't question them there. A lot of blokes in in the best shape I've ever seen them, so uh, the hunger still exists with the Brisbane Lions to go a little bit further. I think the grand final was good for us in a way. Do you
2: think it's a because of yeah. your experiences at Hawthorne and famously the 2008 one, which may have popped up a little earlier than everyone anticipated, which is not to be, I think that was magnificent, but Mm. by their own admissions, they struggled with that for a year or two after and and it took them a while to get back the hunger, if you like. Mm. You think that's real? Like, is that something that, well, I know you don't want to speak for Collingwood, but clubs have to be wary of once they've had that ultimate
3: success? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Like, it was four years. I reckon it was 2008. Then it wasn't, again, until 13 for for the Hawks. Um, There was definitely a a period straight after that grand final (laughs) win that they didn't turn up in great shape, which is what I was talking about before. And and we struggled a little bit. Um, I think missed the finals in nine, knocked out first week in 10, lost the prelim in 11, lost the grand final in 12, then yeah. went on to that win three in a row. So um, yeah, I think there's some learning that needs to take place. Um, um, I think losing them keeps you... Harder and more determined than perhaps winning them. Well, that's um, the point, and this yeah. is
2: again not. You know, I know you're not passing judgment on Collingwood no, because I'm not. they they're going beautifully as well. But the you know the runner-up, the burning in your stomach, you've been there, you've tasted it. As I read out your 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 coaching record is it just it's it's going exactly where you want it to go. Apart from that you didn't get, quite get the result. So does it give you confidence coming into this season that this is as good a chance as you will have?
3: Yeah, I think so. Like we've we've played finals the last five years, and we we we're less than a goal away to play five prelims in a row. Mm. Um, so we've been knocking at the door. And when we first started playing in finals, we were a very young team. Now I feel like we've gathered a whole lot of experiences that will stand us in good stead for the future. And for, unfortunately, our list isn't that old, and the majority of our players are about to come into the peak of their careers, I believe. So. Um, and in going by their attitude that they've returned, you know, I, I think that will make us hungrier than ever. And, and we believe that you know if we play well enough, we're good enough to do it. Um, it's easy to say it's harder to do and you need a little bit of luck with injury and you don't know how much some of the other teams are going to improve. But um, our group now have played in the grand final. I, I said to them after the grand final, look, before today we had three blokes that have played in the grand final. Now i have got 23. Yeah. And you'll all be better for the experience. And... Um, you know, we milked that for all it was worth in the two or three days post the grand final, just to, you know, remember the lessons, lock them away in the vault. Hopefully, we get back and get another chance. But um,
2: when you say milked it, like is that just through, you know, your next day review, sitting down as a group? I mean, we're conscious, we're we not cognisant of the fact that you get players in and out pretty quickly these days because you've got to give them their break. So, was it a pretty intense post grand final period?
3: Um, well, the day after was, uh, the Monday was a fan day down at the club, so we didn't do anything then. And then Tuesday was the players' day to let their hair down a bit, and w- Wednesday was the last day we had them before oh, they go yeah. and leave and had the best and fairest that night. So, um, the review of the grand final took place on, on Wednesday. Um, it was, um, it was a really good review. I, I, I love the fact that the players were so honest because that grand final came down to moments really. Yep. Yep. And, um... You know, I, I talked to the players about the idea, I, I said to them, you know, is there a moment that you'd like back? And I went around the room and uh, we and I talked to them too about the idea that, you know, there's there'll be no reprisals here. You're humans, you'll make mistakes and there'll be things that you regret. But it's important to talk about them here today before you go and leave so you don't carry them around for well, the next six yeah. months. Get them off your chest. And um, I was bit curious to know how they'd be with their honesty because we'd gone through the tape and we knew all the moments. Mm. They didn't miss one. They were so honest. Um, And and some of them had to make themselves pretty vulnerable, to be honest. Um, uh, But it was great. And in the end, I said, well, everything you just said, here it is. We watched on the video and and that's it. Um, What about you
0: from a coaching perspective, doing the same thing? What moments would you like back or what decisions would you like back on the day?
3: Probably, probably not too many because the the game was such an arm wrestle. Mm. It wasn't obvious that uh, it wasn't an obvious move to make. You know, if you if you get down by three or four goals, you you start to think, what can I do? What can I do? But it was like this arm wrestle, and it was like who was going to blink first. Um, there wasn't really a whole lot, and I don't. I think Collingwood were the, were the same. They, yeah. they didn't do too much uh, on the day. Um, so
0: nothing surprised you about what they did on the day.
3: Uh, not really. I mean, we knew that they, you know, Dacos would pop up everywhere, all over the yeah. oval, which made it difficult for for us to tag them if that's what we wanted to do. Um, you know, no, no, not not really. We'd seen we'd seen most of it. Um, we learn a bit from what they did. I mean, I think on the day, and this is no, uh, this is not really having a go at our wingman, but I thought on the wings they they got a good result. Mm-hmm. They had they had uh, side bottom crisp and Josh Dacos there, and I thought they were all pretty influential in the game and we didn't get enough out of our wingers. So, uh, you know, we've looked at a little bit of that over the summer, how we can how we can get some different players through the wings and cause a bit of disruption to the opposition, you know, so...
0: So where does your improvement come then for for this season then? When you look at it, you say, OK, these are the areas that we need to get better and you've mentioned wing play as one of those areas. Mm. What are the other ones?
3: Yeah, I, look... Um, you know, I said to the players, we're playing on March the 8th <laughs> on, this, on that meeting on the Wednesday. And I said, we haven't got long once we get back. So mm. you, need to, you need to make sure you turn up in really good shape because we're not waiting. We're, we're going to go hard from the start. So that was the first thing, which, which they did. Um, we've worked um, pretty hard on our reaction time and talked about that, watched that, trained it. Um, what does that mean, reaction time?
0: Is that moving from well, offense to defense to, and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah.
3: that and the ability to read the play and to go quick. I right. think Collingwood was slightly better in that in that area. Um, there's natural improvement that you get from from players who haven't had played in a grand final, a year older, had some more experiences. Um, we've trained differently. Um, probably in previous years we would have started playing eighteen v eighteen first week back in January. We didn't play our fir- we didn't have our first hit out of eighteen v eighteen until last Friday night. So we played a lot more small-sided games that are probably harder than the game that are at higher intensity, um, quite deliberately, um, hoping to get what out of that. Well, train that reaction time. Yeah, you know, you got right. you got to think more, hmm. s- more decisions to make more quickly, um, f- and also figured that. You know we've had five years where we've gone pretty deep into finals, and oh. the players probably don't want to play games yeah. at training as much. Um They're a bit older now, Um, so yeah, we've we've gone down that pathway. And the ple- the pleasing part about I was chatting to Jared Lyons and Dane Zorko, and we played 425s the other night. So we went from not playing any 18v18 8 to 425s off the bat, and they all said how fit they felt and good oh. they felt. So I'm sort of I'm happy we've gone down that pathway. I think we needed to, just to change it up a bit. You sort of get seven years in with a group and you're looking for different ways to, to do things. As Yavi James would say, cook the sausages a bit differently. <laughs> mm. um, so I think we have this pre-season. I think they've enjoyed it. There's a lot of energy around the footy club. So so
0: do you take a step back or do you... What, 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 what's your style of coaching now compared to what it was when you first started up there?
3: Yeah, I was more hands-on when I first started. I felt felt like I had to... You know, coach the coaches to some degree to, yeah. to the way that um, I wanted our team to play and the culture we wanted to get in place at the footy club. But don't need to do that so much anymore. I Lee Matthews always tells me you, you got, you've only got so much energy, so you got to you got to pull back a little bit. So um, I tend to be more an observer at training. The, the younger coaches get out there and run around. up to be honest, I can't anymore anyway. Mm-hmm. So even if I wanted to, I'd be no good at that. <laughs> so uh, I've got to use my brain um, and you know observe and talk to the players and um, try to get the best out of them that way. And that's sort of how it's evolved, which has been been great for the other coaches because they get uh, plenty of responsibility and they, they handle it really well. What's your
2: expectation on how they get... Like, so Collingwood win the Premiership, you guys right behind them. You know, I've watched a couple of clubs train, quick... Quicker, quicker, quicker! Like ball movement now. Go, just go forward, go forward at all costs. Is that what the expectation is?
3: Uh, yeah, I think that's where the the game's heading, and <laughs> the defence has got to come forward mm. at all costs as, as well now, because if you don't, they, they just run through you. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, I think that's that's where the game's headed. It's a it's a great spectacle now. It's a very quick game. Uh, you can't relax. You can be four, or five goals in front, but with twenty minutes to go, but you, that can be mowed down pretty quickly. So. Um, I think the other thing we do probably a lot more than we ever used to is just practice game scenarios, you know, mm. that, you know, you're a small margin in front. There's not long to go. What are you going to do? You're a small margin behind. What can you do? Uh, how do you halt momentum? Um, we've do we've done a lot of work on that. <laughs> You've got me? to get the ball first. Didn't <laughs> yeah. don't you? Like that, there's no secret to well, that's that.
0: All, that's, that. That's just old fashioned. That's what you have to do, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Right?
3: And then, you, then it's what you do from there. Yeah. Um, Obviously, try and keep possession, run the clock down a little bit, keep the ball wide, uh, don't let it get in the corridor, you know, get numbers around the contest. Uh, Very few on your forward line, you know, all those sorts of things. Um, And we we learned some good lessons about that last year. You might remember the game against um, uh, Melbourne at the MCG when Mm. we had a good lead and... um, I think I pulled the trigger a little bit quickly on putting the man behind the ball. <laughs> it was probably, uh, I think with two and a half goals in front, there might have been five or six minutes to play and it was the wrong call by me. But we learned so much from that game. I mm. don't think, the wrong call o- outside of the grand final, I don't think we lost a close game after that. Mm. So we did a lot of learning Sorry, from it.
0: Sorry, just the wrong call because that enabled Melbourne to have a free as well. Is that
3: yeah. why you thought it was the wrong call then? And went too early and the closer they got to us, the more our, our players tightened up. Mm. Um, you know, from that point in time onwards, I don't think we've bothered sort of shutting a game down until there's about two minutes, one and a half minutes to go rather than five or six minutes. Um, But it felt like we could just, if we could get the ball and play a bit of tempo, that they wouldn't have time to to get the score that they needed. But um, it didn't work out that that way. They got the momentum and scored and won the game. And I and we quite rightly got a bit of criticism, but it was a really good thing for us because we went to work on that Mm -hmm. after it. Which is what we've always done at Brisbane. If you have your bad days, as long as you learn and and get better from it, it's okay. Chris Fagans with
2: us uh, through until eight thirty. Um, we we'll get to Will Ashcroft and others. Uh, Fags might we, we'll, we'll, we'll take a break because you talk about improvement. Tom, Tom Duday is the other one, which a lot of people mm-hmm. want to know how they're tracking. So we'll get that yeah. from you on the other side of the break.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: Loving having Chris Fagan in the studio with us. Uh, Brisbane Lions uh, ever hopeful of going one step further in 2024. So, Fags, as we went to that break, uh, Will Ashcroft – oh, uh, sorry. Is it Will? Will, yeah, it's yeah. Will. I was calling Marcus last year. Not Eric yeah. Gordon, is it? No, not Eric. Uh, Will and Tommy Duday the two, I suppose, right now where we're most interested in seeing how their progress is. And Jack Payne, I'm also keen to know where he's at.
3: Yeah, so um, Tommy Duday, knee reconstruction, knee um, reconstruction. At the moment, he's um, doing pretty much everything at training other than the competitive work. And the expectation is that he'll start playing in somewhere between round two and round four. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll depend on his level of comfort too. Like, he, you don't want to push players to come back. But on what we're seeing at the moment, how he feels about things, we expect it'll be somewhere around that time. Um, will be more like middle of the season. Um, but
2: no, no problems, no
3: setbacks. Uh, no, he said well, the normal things with knees. Sometimes you just get a little bit of swelling, and you got to, you know, got to, got to uh, cut back a little bit. But um, by and large, he's, he's on on track at the moment. I think, you know, will being will wanted to break the world record for getting back to play, mm-hmm. but um, the old coach goes, "This bloke's a pretty damn good player. <laughs> <laughs> Rush him back." So uh, you know, when he's right, he's right to play. But um, you know, he's he's used the time um really well Uh, he's he's such a professional um it's um unbelievable and and Jack Payne who who missed the uh missed the grand final um had had uh a syndesmosis injury in his his ankle and uh he actually did two of them last year he did one in the middle of the year and carried it and then did another one did the other one in the final against Port Adelaide I think and um wasn't quite right for the grand final. So he's up and going again now. So they're, they're players that we'll welcome back into our team. And, you know, Jack was starting to really emerge as a good defender last year. So um, well, it'll be good to have him back in the team and hopefully get no other injuries. But um, every team gets them. you just got to have a list that can cope.
0: you got got um, three kids that you drafted. Uh, Logan Morris, uh, Luke Lloyd, and I'm just going to talk about these three. Zane
3: Zakoski, is that right? Zakoski. Zach Astelsky.
0: That's it. Zach Astelsky Nothing like it. And, and Reese Torrent. I love, I love, I've read about the zone, right? So he's
3: 196. Yep. Raw, powerful, mm. athlete. He is. Um, he's got a little bit of work to do on his kicking, but, um, and at the moment he's got um, a bit of groin soreness that sometimes the young boys get when they first turn up. So I'm not sure yeah. he'll start the year. Um, Logan Morris is going really well. Um we had the, uh, pretty much the A's versus the B's playing in a practice game the other night, and he kicked five in the B team. So, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a bit surprised by that. Uh, so will it, he be pushing up for selection well, round one? He'd have know, to be on that performance. On
0: the back of that. Who, who played on him?
3: Oh, I won't name. Him, <laughs> <laughs> Probably bloke saving themselves for the start of the season, I reckon. But um,
0: after three, you might be just starting to play a little bit closer to him.
3: Though. Yeah, I think so. It'd be interesting to see how they play on him this week. He might get a bit more attention. So we'll see how he goes. But it was it was very promising. Um, Luke Lloyd, who's another, he's a boy from Sandringham uh, Dragons. He's got really good footy now, Um and he's and he's trained really well. And Reese Torrent, the other boy from Western Australia, the left footed midfielder. He's had a little bit of uh, groin soreness as well. So um, his training's been modified, but he was back in training yesterday. So they all look like they're going to be good players. We didn't have high picks this year, but from what Mm. I've seen, they're all pretty natural footballers, except for for Zane, who's more of an athlete.
0: I know you're not the recruiter, but what is it, you know, you sit down for the first time with these kids. What is it that you're interested in learning when you speak to them?
3: I'm probably more interested in finding out about their families and their backgrounds and where they come from, I like to go and um, visit them in their houses uh, when we draft them. So right. if, did you drive I used to go on a road trip. Kids, yeah, I did. Yeah. So I was um, spewing this year. We got two boys from Perth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, no, I've got to fly to Perth. Um, and uh, one of them lived uh, uh, quite a way out of Perth as well, so it was another hour and a half once you, <laughs> you landed. But I think, you know, just going to their houses and meeting their parents and seeing where they live and uh, – I guess their social socio economic status right. um all those sorts of things you learn so much, and I think the parents appreciate it too because they look at it and they go, Well, that's the bloke that's going to be coaching my son, and now I know him a bit, and hopefully oh. you put him at ease and especially when they're coming from other states, which is often the case in brisbane um I think you need to to go to that level, and I've always done that um since I've been at Brisbane, I think it's useful. So getting to know them as people first and foremost, what motivates them, uh, what their their fears and concerns are, all those sorts of things, and then I think you can coach them a bit better.
2: If you're a Brisbane Lions fan, you're in you're pretty good you're in pretty good hands. You got your second intra club on Friday. It's part mm. of the Brisbane Lions Fan Fest at Brighton Homes Arena. You got all sorts of activities and autographs and player meetings, all that stuff, uh,
3: which you'd hope people can get along to. Yeah, we've uh, since we've been in our new facility, which has been. Bloody yeah. amazing yeah. to be honest, is, because um, you know the, all, all the pre-seasons until last year that I had, you can never train on the Gabba because of cricket. Uh, we do our weights there, but you know, by and large, we'd have six or seven different venues we train at around around Brisbane. Uh, we're always looking for good grass. And, um, Any as good as the
2: slope back in the day over at the Junction over? Uh
3: Yeah, no, there's a few up there with it, <laughs> Gary. And the, and the property stewards oh, overworked really? with pack, packing and unpacking the... Really? I reckon it took 10 years off Rodney Mather's life to, <laughs> to do that stuff. But um, to be able to have a place we call our own and do everything that we need to do in the one place, was just enormous last year. I was a little bit worried that we'd, you know, think that the new facility was going to do it for us and... Mm. Because people are more important than all those things, but it didn't work out that way. And I think the players and the staff really appreciate what they now have. It's um, it's um, fantastic. And we found that the fans come down, watch training. Um, you know, when whenever we've had open sessions, there's always been a lot of people there. So. Uh, I think the locals have embraced the club and, and um, it's all going pretty well.
2: Well, why wouldn't they? You're after 62,000 members for 2024, so you can head to lions.com.au to sign up. As we said, they are in the best of hands. Just a very quick one before we go, the Olympics and the Gabba and the redevelopment, which is always going to be problematic, is it? There's some talk now yeah. that that may not even happen. What? He's fit, but he's not that fit. He won't He won't be running. The free. veterans. He won't, oh, you agree. <laughs> mate, <you're> the veterans. <laughs> 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 do, we do, do we know where that's at? Is it, do you, what's your intel on that?
3: <laughs> Um, I don't know a lot about it. I mean, I I hear things. I think the the popular opinion is that it's moved away from knocking the Gabba down completely and starting again, so maybe doing a phase-by-phase phase rebuild like they've done down at Geelong recently, which would be great for us because we'll, we'll keep playing at the Gabba, yeah. which is our preference, yeah. to be honest.
2: Hey, uh, thanks for coming in. You're always great with us. We yeah. love it when we get to talk to you and to have you in the studio is a joy, and Brisbane fans would be loving what they're hearing. So good luck. Massive year ahead.
3: Thanks. Good to come in. Thanks, folks. Thank you. Questions without notice
1: for Bar Turf, Victoria's award-winning grower and supplier of premium instant turf and lawn for life. I hope you've got plenty of questions there. Now,
2: so I've got hundreds for you. I've been holding back and keeping until I was able to get in front of you again. And you can join us, one three hundred seven 736 We've got the Signet Boost Power Bank. Still valued at forty four ninety five. That's to keep uh, your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered for our best caller or texter. And how good was it to have fakes? Great. You said the, I don't know if you said on air or off, but the feedback listening to him has been magnificent because he. It's the first time he told us that he's spoken since the grand final. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he it, answers questions.
0: Wow, that's why I love talking to him because he's honest and. He's prepared to give answers and he talks in detail and he doesn't talk in riddles and it's fantastic to sit and have a chat to him. Now, we've got questions without notice, yes, I think. Sir. Can I just ask you one question before I get to that one? And it is because you're a dog whisperer yes. and you've told me many times about your training well, over the years. With I've different, branched
2: out into other animals. I
0: know, I know, and different pooch. But we're about to introduce oh, a yeah. young pup to an old dog. How should that introduction Go,
2: I'm all for um, just letting it evolve. <laughs> right. Just throw them in the in the, uh, in the room GP. together, right. and let them sort itself out. Because guess what happens in nature? The natural order will emerge. And I know Brando's been the king. He's only been the only dog for a long time. Yeah, but when you introduce um, Pearl, Pearl P- the pug, Pearl the new little pug puppy, just chuck him in, mm. and um, let's see the personalities emerge. you <laughs> might eat her. Brando, you won't eat. You'll get a Courtney's throat. No, Pearl. Up. I'm
0: not sure that's great advice. If anybody <laughs> oh. out there's got better advice, please send it through on the text. Oh. Or you give us a call anytime. So
2: the news, the big news is that Tim's had, um, and Susie, had Brando, they used to have a pug. They got a new pug puppy coming tomorrow. Pearl, the pug puppy. How old? On Thursday, eight weeks. Eight weeks old. If you got any advice for the Wisp, now's the time to give it.
0: Now, you were training the other day. Um, you're watching Melbourne. But yes. then uh, on our news last night, we saw that Clayton Oliver is back in the fold training uh, with the team again. What can you tell us about where he's been and where he is right now?
2: <laughs> where he's been. He's been, He's, been, he's had, um, which has been documented. He's had his challenges, big challenges. And um, you know what the best thing is? I, and I just remain in semi-contact with him, but I'm very interested in in where he's at, obviously, is that the footy is the bonus. So the footy sort of will emerge once he gets the rest of his right. life in order. So um, touch wood, it's been pretty positive for a while now. And that has comment. I was out there f- last Friday. He didn't play in the f- four-quarter right. intra-club, but he was running like right. like a powerful machine. And now he's he stepped that up to training. On I saw that on the 7 News last night. Which is great now whether he plays around one two three four five I don't know I, I couldn't tell you and I don't think they're that worried about it but if he's if they're talking about the fact that he's going to play one two three four five then that's a massive step forward
0: so is the story that he has now been allowed back in the fold or he decided that he was ready to come back in the fold
2: no, I think there's I think there's lots of layers that I'm not privy to maybe a touch more than you but that the greater footy world would be I'm not privy to but it's not just a matter of him turning up going here I am here I am I'm ready to go I think the footy club has said that publicly that there are ticks and balances in all of this is you know which is true in every club you've got to be able to commit and commit in the right way and then you get to take another step and if you're able to show that you you know you fulfill that then you get to take another step so I think it's it's incremental steps, and I think that's going the right way.
0: So he's been able to train fully on his own? Like, he hasn't had any injury setback along the way?
2: No. Well, he's had he's had that knee. He had a little bit of a knee up and had a few little niggles along the way. But from what I saw last Friday, the way he was running, then there was nothing physically wrong. So anyway, there is I'm plenty of water to go under the bridge, I would imagine. But for... Um, Some positivity, anyway, that's coming out of that. Here's some feedback
0: about uh, introducing Pearl to Brando. Move out, Tim. We have a nine-week old, and it's like
2: having a newborn child. Good luck. (laughs) That's some good advice. Soft launch, they want. Right. Soft launch. I don't know what a soft launch is. Uh, Anyway, good luck. Let's take a break. I've got plenty more. Have you? Have you got some questions or not? We're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride Mm attachments.
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: The question is that The Wisp got a new pug arriving on Thursday, eight weeks old. It's going in with Brando. He wants some advice. This is from Jim. I've got advice for the Wisp. Pet insurance. That pug's going to cost you a fortune over the years. Well,
0: we've had a pug before. so uh, well, Have you we, got pet insurance? We will have pet insurance. Yes, we will have pet insurance. And uh, I've asked for a pug that doesn't have... Um a Ripley face, a creasy face because you know, Not a Jose- fat face pug, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jose had to have cosmetic surgery, he had his well, face all, he had all his, uh, his well, botox, gro- he had all his grooves taken. Poor old fella.
2: Um, questions now, Marty's for cooler bar turf, supplying Victorians a premium instant turf and for the spirit of Tassie. Unwind as you wander and set uh, the spirit of Tassie from 69 bucks. Still getting a lot of love for Fags. I would love to have had him in a bit longer and talk about Tassie and. Where he sees all that. My man, were you here last year when we spoke to my man Dino, who's heavily involved with the stadium down there?
0: No. No, I missed that uh, no. show. What happened?
2: You must have been knocked off, were you? I'd gone You've been gone for six months.
0: I was away at that stage. Anyway, me, I'm I know tracking, a lot of people were talking it's about it. tracking really
2: well. Tracking well. Is it?
0: Yep. What it about, uh, how do you reckon Nick went yesterday?
2: Rui, really? on the ESPN. Like, well, I missed the whole thing.
0: What did your sister say about the whole thing?
2: She wanted to know why Nick Revolt was commentating on the American footy. I said, "Well,
0: oh, cross by that
2: was ESPN Australia. I think that was what he was working right. for." Right. So
0: we had to have it interpreted by an Australian. I don't
2: know. I don't know, but anyway, it was great for him to be there.
0: Right. Yeah, and the um, the big show's back this year too on a Wednesday night. No, um, Monday. No, that's the little show. Monday. That's your little show. The
2: tiny show yours is, not no, the, big show. the big show. No, it's
0: not. It is this It's year. the tiny show. No, it's the big show, Gary. It's tiny. It's been what? renamed the Big Talking Footy Show.
2: Is it a preview or a review show?
0: And what did you think about the outfit that I showed you that yeah, I've got I a new it. dresser this year? I loved
2: it. I absolutely loved <laughs> it. If you wear that in, then I will call it the big show.
0: Um, I've got we... a
2: question. Yes. I've gone for a new TV. Have you? Because in this new place. 75-incher. Right. Right, how big's that? Jeez, <laughs> oh, the whist trained off after eight thirty. How big? Seventy-five, 75 inches. inches. <laughs> how big? Seventy. I just told you how big it is. Well, in feet, seventy-five inches.
0: Yeah, but give it to me in feet and inches.
2: Well, that's about um, six feet something.
0: Well, seven twelves are what?
2: 612s are 72, 712s well, seven are 84. Okay, so it's a six foot, big six footer. Six footer, and it's got a, and you know what it is? A it's wonder... a frame one. Right. You know what that is? Where it puts the art up. When it's not ah, a TV, it's a piece of art. Right. I haven't quite worked that bit out yet. How big is the room? That's a big TV. Yeah, it's a big TV. You big. think it's too big? No, it's a big room.
0: Jasper Brando is a um, what is he Italian? He's Italian
2: Braciani. Oh, uh, he says. is um, after the Super Bowl yesterday with Usher. Mm. Is T Dollar and G Money? Have we opened negotiations with them to come back and do some cameos this year?
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know. When I, it got when we did of... that one-off show yes. and I listened to some of their work again mm. and I hadn't heard it for a long time. have got a lot of got, fe- good feedback. Great feedback. Yeah. I think it got me excited about bringing them back at some stage okay. as well. I look forward to that. What about you?
2: Yeah. G-Money? Well, you know that G-Money is um, very much the junior partner in it, so he just does what T-Dollar does. Right. So I think he'd be in if T-Dollar was up for it.
0: Can I just say, um, all jokes aside mm-hmm. – a uh, T-Dollar and G-Money, halftime entertainment, this year's grand final. Mm. Got Usher covered.
2: Oh, well, I yeah. tell
0: you what, we wouldn't, be going for, we wouldn't be going for the roller skates either.
2: Well, you know what happened, don't you? What happened? <laughs> he, he went off stage Did he? to get changed. Oh, I saw him disappear. Yeah, and he couldn't get his right roller skate on. Right. And he was really late getting back on. And here's the exclusive audio of the stage manager.
0: Nothing like reheating. Well, Nothing like, like reheating. Someone at good...
2: our 6 wouldn't have heard that zinger.
0: Exactly. Nothing like reheating
2: <laughs> a good gag. Sam Thompson says, don't assume that the people are still listening at 10 to 9 who were listening at six <laughs> 6.30. Well, um, give us your top five players. That's the only thing you haven't done in your predictions.
0: Okay, just quickly though. Steve reckons well. we're trying to introduce a pup, an eight-week-old pug pup to our old dog. Mm-hmm. He reckons if you cover the pug, pup in peanut butter, they'll be instant friends. Brando, eat him. My top five players, okay. Uh,
2: when is this? At the start of the season or by the end of the season? No, that's
0: right now. At the beginning of this year. These no, are the no, top five said, players. We said
2: it's by the halfway mark. No, of but year.
0: I've changed it again. Oh, no. uh, Bont. Yes. Petrarca. Yes. Butters. Yes. Not Peanut. Nick Dakos, And Kurnow.
2: Oh, well, I okay. said mine by the middle of the year. Okay, who are they by the middle of the year? Sam Taylor, Sam Walsh, Nick Dacos, Tom Green, and Bont. Lean, clean Tom Green. Yep, Brownlow this year. Brownlow this year. Get on now. He's a gun. He is a gun. Um no, I like your top five. Connor Rosie is the captain of Port Adelaide. Yes he is. That snuck up on me. I must have <laughs> it I don't know where I was when all that. Where was that? When was that an appointment made? Someone said
0: You're probably watching your seventy five inch T V at well, the time. Well, he
2: wasn't on the seventy five inch When did he get appointed? And Over summer. were you surprised? No,
0: nah, a little bit surprised, but then
2: how, they, they, they had a different
0: feel to sep- they had a different feel to choose from. What do you mean? Well with the with the development of their team and where their players are at and the previous captain, all that sort of stuff. So they're looking at him and they're thinking, okay, well, maybe he's a younger captain, maybe he's less experienced. But we're now seeing that he's performing out there consistently yeah. on the field, so he's got that bit covered.
2: I'd love to know... So he and Zach Butters have been put in the same category all the way along. I love the fact that they've chosen one and Mm. not gone for the co-captains. I'd love to know why they went for Zach Butters. Maybe, as Kenny's probably spoken about, I might have missed that as well, but that did sneak up on me, though.
0: Yes. Um, There was another captaincy appointment over. Liam Duggan? Yeah, Liam Duggan,
2: yeah. He's a co-captain. So they've got Liam Duggan and Oscar Allen over at West Coast.
0: Can you find any way at all to talk up the West Coast Eagles with all that work you've done over the summer months and you've looked at them forensically? Well, is I there a... something about them that is a glimmer of hope?
2: Well, as I said, King Kingy's not the only one that's watched training. I've been over to Perth not to watch training. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, they've got the great, great white hope there, so that brings, uh, that'll bring people through the stands. And I think they're a big watch. Mm. I don't know how they get better. Uh, by having players more available, I suppose.
0: I can confirm that Kingy's been going to training too. Some people think that he hasn't been going, but I actually saw him at oh, no, uh, he Essendon training last uh, Thursday.
2: No, he's the only one that's allowed in. Well, I no, no, he's lock the only one. else out. No, they don't. Well, I haven't read anyone else's report.
0: No, but they don't lock anybody out. But he actually, he was there. He was there watching Essendon train the other day. No, I I, man,
2: he does a great job. That's what you should be doing this time of year. Uh, today might be a bit hot. There wouldn't be too many cobs training today, would they? In the thirty-seven degree middle of the day style.
0: Uh no, thanks, uh, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Feedback. <there>. That's... <laughs> that's what makes. I've it. been listening since six thirty this morning. That's what
2: makes us come back to work, Mark. I was text list- messages like you.
0: <laughs> I was listening at six thirty and eight fifty. Gets funnier each time, guys. <laughs> Someone said you he
2: heard, well. he heard it for the first time. How come Eric's not in your top five, too? Someone wants to know. How come Eric Goulden, whose father was from London, is not in your top five? He's a great with player. With all due respect, Matty, you had to have him cut up. <laughs> Eric Goulden. <laughs> Errol Goulden, Eric. Um, <laughs> Anyway, we're just – Matt, he's, he's filling in while um, – Can you –
0: this is road. questions without notice, okay? Yeah. So I can ask you this question. Yeah. Do you understand the whole Taylor Swift
2: phenomenon? Um, do I? Well, I only because I've got nieces who are just absolutely, like everyone else, going bonkers. Yeah. So I see it through their eyes. I wouldn't cross – How the, old are your nieces, cross though? cross the road to go and watch it. 18, um, 19?
0: Yeah. Okay. Well yep. – in my workplace, there are a lot of women who are a lot older than that. Jane. Who have grown up with Taylor. They absolutely adore oh. Taylor Swift. And not only that, they say that she's an absolute musical genius. Well, that's good enough for And me. that she could be president of America, if that's what you saying. Even better. The most influential person. I've got to take a break. They said that she's the most influential person break. in the world. <laughs>
1: Breakfast with Gary Lyon and Tim Watson.
2: An update for City Power this summer and how appropriate. Be prepared for extreme weather. Sign up for an SMS outage alert at unitedenergycomauau .au slash notify. Today hot with a late change 37 in Melbourne. They've had some evacuation warnings out there with the weather. Whispers? You okay? No, I nearly choked. Sandra, you're our caller of the week from Geelong. Uh, apparently you rang up the boys last week about Oliver Peake, her grandson. Just go ring up and you go into the draw to win the 2024 Toyota Hilux GR, GR Sport. Thanks to Toyota Genuine Service, the best care for your Hilux.
0: He'll learn. He'll learn when the
2: wisp calls. Tim, you get back to him. And I were chasing this fellow that we wanted to talk to about some business, and Tim said, "I will text him." Yes. And I said, "Do you think he'll get back to you?" And he said, he said to me, "There's not a person in Melbourne that doesn't get straight back to the Wisp, and if bloke hasn't texted him back."
0: Well, I found one.
2: <laughs> oh, well, here we go. First up from the spell, by the way. Um, look, good-ish. <laughs> I
0: thought. We were are right. you going to bring? Are you going to bring a daily zinger, or is that it for the year now?
2: Well, I'm going to rest a little bit laurels on me, Usher. Right. Um, I
0: like that. Uh, I like that. One more time. I'm surprised you even remembered that. One
2: more time. <laughs> one more time. Mate. Yeah, one more time. Usher! Get over here! That's <laughs> <laughs> for those that missed it at
0: 6.30. And tomorrow we're playing the darts one, aren't
2: we? Yeah. <laughs> in my mouth. Um, it's going to be hot today, <laughs> and I'm worried about you and your 60s, <laughs> so stay inside in the air conditioning. I will. Everyone else be very careful. Uh, Good to be back. bit rusty, but lovely to uh, see all our great listening audience out there. We enjoy the interaction as always. Sammy Edmund's going to take the reins. He's been doing an outstanding job. Uh, Jared's flying back as we speak, or he's at the airport, so I think Sammy's going to touch base with him. Chris Scott tomorrow. Chris Scott's going to join us tomorrow morning. Eric Gould. He plays for the Sydney
0: Swans.